and welcome to episode 300 of Video Game Apocalypse. What a momentous occasion. I'm your host, Tricentennial Man Michael Raparez. Who else is here in the mystical, magical Tyler Wilde Memorial Studio of the Airwaves with me? Misguided selection movie star Gerard Butler. I mean Chris Antista. <laughs> and I was trying not to make a Gerard Butler reference, Matthew Allen. And special guest one. Uh, Gary Busey as a dog, Brett Elston. <laughs> I understood that reference. Special guest two. Oldest gamer in the world, Dan yes. Amrick. <laughs> God damn, this is a hell of a panel. Oh, man. Yes. It, it, we, everybody but Tyler from the first podcast I ever recorded about video games. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which was Today's Tyler's. role of Tyler will be played by Matt Allen. Matt Allen. <laughs> Someone who responds to podcast invitations. Matt, can Love you like Tyler. mumble something about hockey into the mic? Uh, I don't know if you guys have been following the San Jose Sharks. They seem to be doing really well. <laughs> oh, that is uncanny. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> I feel like it needs some more of the gravel, though. And tell, tell, yeah, tell Tyler congratulations on that Oscar nominee now that he's Sam Elliott. <laughs> <laughs> so, some, sometimes you eat the hockey puck, and sometimes the hockey puck he eats you. Uh, wonderful. Oh. Wait, what's, what, wait, how's this episode going to go? I know we have a special idea. We do have a special idea. I'm still sore about episode 200 in which... Uh, you all didn't put Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate on the best games of all Duck time. DuckTales is much better. And DuckTales is now, on there. And Now, uh, hang, hang on. Elson, is, 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 is Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate better than Monster Hunter World, in your opinion? It wasn't out at the time. Just saying. So there's nothing... Like, you can change it now. No, because this is that's not the subject of this episode. <laughs> yes, but it's still revenge. <laughs> okay. If, you would have been wrong in 2019 if you put Monster Hunter 4 ahead of Monster Hunter World. No, well, the episode is recorded in 2017. It's prevenge for episode 400, where you will rank and discuss the 400 best games of all time. Uh, please, you, you will get prevenge within this paradox. <laughs> I already did. Yes. Yeah. Well, as as we do with all of our hundredth episodes, we in our first hundredth uh, episode, we did like the top 100 secret sounds. In our second one, 200, famously, uh, we tried to come up with the 20 best games of all time and came up with a horrible Frankenstein list that made nobody happy. For this one, we had to dig deep, and we are going to try to come up with and rank the three best years in gaming. Ooh. So I noticed we went down from 100 things to 20 <laughs> things to three things. So episode yeah, 400, things. there won't be anything well, at all. We're well, gonna, this we're going to just say our one favorite game. Yeah, this, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's going to be five minutes long. Uh, yes. And but, if, uh, spoiler, best ga- best year for gaming, 2077. Yeah, that's Because then we'll all be retired. We finally we'll get to time. make out with the game. Yeah. It'll yeah. be cyberpunk. Yeah, exactly. But this this is potentially 15 things mm-hmm. because we have all picked three of our favorite years and kept them secret until now. Which is where the 300 comes into play. Yes, I think. yes. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, it's three and then three. And, uh, because, I'm trying here. Because shouting this is Sparta the entire episode. Three it really ta- would have been exhausting. Three times five is 300. Everybody knows that. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, yeah. Twenty four. I was told. Number. I was told there'd be no math. <laughs> it's the magic number, Brett. It's a weird. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. It's the magic number. It's a weird uh, advance notice to send out about no math in the episode, mm. like <laughs> like a press release. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that we can necessarily promise that. Well, none from me. Ah. 
I did. I did math. <laughs> Spoiler. I totally did math. Ah, okay. Yeah, you, you, you tease that you have some sort of magical algorithm for predicting the best years. It's way dumber than it sounds, so don't worry. It'll okay. be fine, but you, can, you can't hear that yet. That's ah, coming later. Yes. You gotta keep late. listening. All right, yes. Uh, in yeah, the- and I, I'm starting to feel bad because I have a complete horseshit entry, so maybe let me go early. <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm feeling bad about this already. Is this the equivalent of like a gag gift at a Christmas party? We're going to unwrap <laughs> not, this not, year not and it's quite. just going to be like a, a rubber dick. <laughs> not quite, but it'd be like if I, if for like Christmas this year, I got you Stone Temple Pilots Core. It's not a bad album, but but nobody wants this. You know, oddly enough, Michael, VGA sure. turns six coming up here. Uh, yeah, in that's that's well, so crazy the, to me. Was the first episode 2012? It's 2013. Oh, I think it was, it was like wow. March 2013. Oh wow! And it was it was actually like. I, I remember we we had been off of podcasting for like a year uh, since Talk Radar got shut down. Um, well, we were doing Laser Time, VG Empire, well, Cape Crisis. I, I had been off. Oh, podcasting, you had been, I but see. but also like you and Chris were in jobs where you couldn't really do a podcast about video games. So I came along and I was like, oh, "Hey, yeah. how about if I helmet and you guys are guests?" And we call it Video Game Apocalypse. And Chris was like, "Well, I don't hate that title." I still think it's great. Yeah, I, I think that was those were literally your words. I don't hate it. Well, because I hate every other title I've I've ever been a part of choosing, from Talk Radar to Laser Time, the Assault Horizon of this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it's the reason Bonus Time is still a tentative title, which you can only listen to if you go to Patreon.com/slash/LaserTime. Ah, this is true. Yeah, uh, but yeah. I mean, Ace Combat Seven finally launched. So yeah, six was in 07, but then Assault Horizon was twenty eleven. This uh, kind of side universe has nothing to do with any of the others um and weirdly uh the song dogfight from ace combat assault horizon so good. is one amazing and it's in uh the, a one of the first episodes of vg empire like that's also how oh, long wow. vg empire's been going on <laughs> but uh yeah am i the last one to catch up to like episode 300 here because i know you no, guys I have mean, been doing this for VGM's only on like 130 something because ah, it's okay. been bi-weekly and then i sometimes take a quarter off Mm. Uh, or longer. <laughs> but anyway, episode 300. You've been waiting for this for a long time. I know we have. It's crazy to me because I never really expected this show to go this long. It's 102 episodes past our old show, which is not me crowing about like, I beat you, Chris. But uh, just like, wow, that I would have liked for like for that show to go on a lot longer. Uh, honestly. Last episode of that show is still one of my favorite podcasts of all time. <laughs> It's, it's like watching a train wreck and or listening to a train wreck in slow motion. It is so much fun. Oh god! <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm on tech support while recording this, trying to delete our forums. Oh god! Wow, how the world has changed. <laughs> that bad. <laughs> wow, man, it is oh, full man, circle. It's dark. Oh. Yeah. Our, our forums aren't really servicing anybody who doesn't like UGG boots and and, <laughs> and Eastern European prostitutes. Yeah. So. Yeah, man, deleting the spam filter uh, from any website now is like, wow. Uh, mm-hmm. You just, you just, you'll fit Air Jordan in anywhere. <laughs> Didn't we do a whole episode that was just reading spam shit that would come? Yes, to the website? because it was so mean spirited and vile. And I'm like, it's a podcast about plock music. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you think this audience wants to hear or read this? I don't know. All right, you're a robot with no emotion. That's why. <laughs> that's right. yeah, yeah. Programmed only to grift. Mm-hmm. To outwit <laughs> Google's captures. Yeah. But my capture uh, is you have to identify a Japanese PS1 game. So mm, that's no pretty robot, challenging. No robot. Mm. 
The answer is always... No robot. No <laughs> robot. You're the robot. And I got to say, I spent the entire weekend by myself playing a 3DS game on my television, Dream Drop Distance, for Kingdom Hearts 3. As soon as we're done with this, I'm going upstairs to play the game I've never looked forward to more, but I know I'm going to hate my experience. <laughs> La-dee-da, upstairs, Chris. Upstairs, yeah. Ah, man. You got plumbing up there? Indeed, indeed. <laughs> Wait, you got plumbing indoors? What's it like? This is so rude. (laughs) (laughs) Do your neighbors get jealous? (laughs) They they do. You you can see him gawking right now. (laughs) That man got a toilet in his house. He got a toilet in his house. That's right, Merle. Just shut the door in that outhouse. It'll be fine. Um, But yeah, I mean... 300 episodes is a, is a big milestone, especially when it's, there's, anytime you do a show this long, it's, there's definitely moments where you're like, is this it? Is yeah. this where we call it quits? And, you know, maybe we mm-hmm. just do random weird specials to, yeah. with diminishing returns each time. And just spend uh, the rest of the time curled in the fetal position in a dark room waiting to be activated. Uh, yes. Yes. Not this much Netflix oddly content. specific, but. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I am eager to drop one of my absolute bulletproof years on all your asses. Oh shit! And gauntlet thrown. It can't. It can't be defeated. Really? It can't be. I, ha- I and I have a. Long I think sh- I have one that's a bit of a dark horse that might fucking smoke your year, motherfucker. Oh Jesus! I think the same thing. I got some. Uh, thirty twenty ten. The show we looked thirty twenty and ten years ago has given me um, <laughs> an interesting perspective. <laughs> Let me get my plug out, man. <laughs> um, just uh, yeah, I have an interesting perspective on the on the years now because I think we the only criteria was like shit had to come out in America. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. Yes, that, that was our criteria. Yes. Yeah, we are using yeah. U.S. Okay. U.S. states because otherwise. Oh, it's, uh... I need to make some changes. <laughs> oh, don't make any changes. No, You're go fine, ahead. Dude. We'll, we'll we'll roll well, with it. But I, you, I'll have you a, can use an Japan as you can use Japan yes. as a cheat because if it came out in Japan, you know that they were hyping it for U.S. Like coming up, right? So that one, one, we'll one of the other criteria, we'll it, do, it doesn't strictly yeah, we'll mean we, we're not just using the games released in a year. It could just be even like big news items from that year that right. made it like a. And I did make sure to gather those two. Uh, I am strictly on releases, things you could play. That was what my criteria. Hmm. I, I didn't know there were other criteria. Well, you, you dickheads all think you've got the best years. Well, I've got some pretty good years. Uh, I've, I've, I'm, I'm fully still, prepared for Michael to go. Strong. I didn't prepare. This is the any. worst way to go into a tire commercial. This is that's the joke. All right. Well, we're gonna take a little break, and when we come back, the 300 will begin. So stay tuned. Have you ever wanted to make a podcast but don't know where to start? How about design sounds for a video game or movie? Then you need to check out blipsounds.com. There you'll find YouTube videos, a game audio training series, and even a Discord community full of industry professionals and enthusiasts alike trying to hone their craft in a friendly and supportive environment. You can compete in monthly design competitions to win courses and bragging rights, or check out the challenges and side quest section for even more ways to explore sound design. And for a limited time, you can get 30% off three full months of the game audio audio training series. That's right. Interviews, sound analysis, design breakdowns, and more using the promo code LASER. That's right. L-A-S-E-R for 30% off three whole months of the game audio training series. Thank you, BlipSounds.com, a new way to learn about sound design. And we're back. Let the tricentennial commence. <laughs> I don't know years, if that's Years, 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 years. Okay. Dun, dun, uh, dun, dun, dun. 
Dun, 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 dun. I, I think we're, we're all at kind of a disadvantage because has it Brett is. always been the date master? Brett has always been the date master, so it seems only fair to let Brett go first. Oh, yeah. So I have to pick the, the my least of the three. Yes, yeah, so we're starting with our least favorite year and working up to our most favorite. Uh, oh, boy, that's tough because the whole point of this is to pick your three favorites. Yeah, well. The weakest of the three. Uh, Well, I'll start with... Uh, fine, I'll start with... And again, my criteria when I made this was games that released, and I used North America as the mm-hmm. release date just yes. to simplify, and then also I things that actually happened and came out that you could play, and when you look back, you're excited about because they were in your hands. Mm-hmm. Um, European listeners just adjust six months to three years forward. <laughs> or never. <laughs> um, but so of the, of the three, and I still think this is, I mean, obviously I, I firmly believe this is one of the strongest uh, in recent memory if you can call this recent, is mm-hmm. 2001. All right. Huh. That, Damn it! That, is, that was my Dark Horse yep. winning oh, really? year. So, and mine as well. Oh, really? What? Yes. What? Wow. Holy shit. So 2001 is a front runner for the winner here. So, Already. So you, you might call it a lock. So 2001, I meant uh, my, my my bulletproof year, I organized by platform because it's so uh, un, un mess withable. I forgot what okay. I was going to say. Unbeatable? Invincible? But, but 2001... I uh, I just I just kind of went in a row here. So again, this is the two big things to note are obviously the launch of the GBA and then the launch of GameCube and Xbox. Mm-hmm. None yes. of them had like in, inherently amazing launches per se. They all had a ga- a, a great game or two, mm-hmm. especially yes. a signature game. But yeah. uh, for like the launch of GameCube, you obviously have Rogue Leader, Rogue Squadron two. Yes. Yep. Um, and Luigi's Mansion. Luigi's Mansion. So that was two. Xbox was one with Halo. I mean, yeah, Halo is a game or two. Yeah, yeah. Melee wasn't a launch game. Was it a year one? So Melee is also 2001 because it was December. December, okay. Right, Uh, right but I'm I'm gonna start at the top of my list. Four strong December titles, by the way. Yeah, uh, and Pikmin is also in there too. But uh, I'll start at the top of my list because these were these are the ones like that were on the top of my head, Mm -hmm. and then I went and then dug a little deeper. Uh, so, Devil May Cry, yes, yes, Silent Hill two, mm-hmm. Ace Combat four, as I mentioned, yeah. and I know for yeah. most, yeah. For, Natch. for most folks, it's like so whatever. But again, at that time, that is still to date the most it, successful. It was big. It was it one was, of the biggest. Fr- really Air big. Combat was a was a, its own genre. There were lots yeah. of comic games, and they were the king of that genre. Yeah, uh, GTA three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Don't just brush over GTA three. That, that is was huge. huge. I mean, G- yeah. it's it's. Uh, I mean, it's. It's GTA. It's the first GTA you would recognize. Well, two, yeah, two, yeah. Two for games, lack of a better word, it's the birth of that franchise. Two yeah. games with GT and three came out. Oh yes, Grand Turismo, Grand Turismo three, A Spec, yeah, and uh, and GTA three, which was I cannot understate how revolutionary sure. that was at the time. Like I, I remember, like I was a big fan of like the first top down game in college, and it was like. Man, this is so great, but I wish it was in 3D, but that's probably impossible because of how big the world is. And Rockstar was hardest. like, no, no, you are getting this game that you pine for. And yes, it was, it was just such a revelation in 2001 that this was possible yeah, at last. Yeah, it definitely seemed like an impossible task mm-hmm. that it seemed like three years ahead of its time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and to play it yeah, in 2001, especially when you saw like other PS2 2001 games outside of the handful we're mentioning here, it was like, this is this is... Five, this is five years ahead. This is another platform yeah. moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was a, frankly, it was a Mario sixty four moment where you're, you're yeah. hands on your head. Like, how are you doing yeah. this with this? I right. don't. The the last generation was so different from what you're doing right now. To what to what you said about the year. One one thing to add, Chris. 
Chris kind of said one of the cheats would be just look two or three years into any console cycle. Mm-hmm. And this was yeah, like basically a, yeah. the second year of the, of the PS2. And so yeah. this is PS2 this year is hitting its stride. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. This was a time when uh, Toys R Us, you can ding your bingo card, uh, they did... <laughs> they, I'll ding my dingo card, thank you very much. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. I know. Uh, they would do this every fall, this buy two, get one free... And I remember yep. 2001 being the year where I was like, I am crippled with choice of which mm-hmm. three games I want to leave here with. Normally you're like, there's one for sure, and then I'll figure out two more or whatever. But it was like, there's too many, and I have to limit myself yep. because there's so much stuff that's so good. So Devil May Cry, Silent Hill 2, Ace Combat 4, GTA 3, mm-hmm. Gran Turismo 3, which is another, like, it's been so long you forget the impact of that, but it was the Gran Turismo yep. for years. That was the the standard bearer. Uh, Tony Hawk yep. Three. That's how I bought my PS2. It was a first PS2 pack, and you yeah, could get. with the, that red that red box. It's a game that I've said it on the show before. It taught me how to properly drive in racing games. Like they oh. were actually teaching you. It wasn't like an arcadey thing where you slide around and bump into other people. It's like no, yeah, here's yeah. how you break into a turn. Here's mm. how you accelerate out. Yeah. Like, the, the instruction manual was, like, I want to yeah. say it was, like, a huge, thick instruction manual. While well, you listen to garbage singles. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I grow up. Oh, shit! Uh, for your kids, garbage was a band, not yeah. a... Yeah, not, not, not because it was the early noughties. I mean, the music was garbage, too. That's um, and for you kids, singles is what we used to call tracks on YouTube. <laughs> even mp3 is outdated as well wow. as a kick-ass cameron crow movie respect mm-hmm. uh tony hawk yeah. three yes uh damn which to me is i love mm-hmm. yeah. obviously i love two but to me three is like just as good if not a slight edge Wait, this is your is worst best. year this, this is, is this your is least my, favorite year of, of these three. Oh my god but i still so you have two stronger years i think so this isn't because i think to me and matt okay. it, it feels like you went straight for the like <laughs> this the is the jagged no, because uh, well, well, well you've got more in this yes, year we'll get there. Wait, so i'm still going diablo 2 yes yes metal gear solid 2 yes final fantasy 10 yes in december ssx tricky it's tricky to rock around sonic yeah. adventure 2 the good mm-hmm. one yes mm-hmm. luigi's mansion uh, castlevania circle of the moon the mm-hmm. first next symphony of the night yeah which yes. at the time we didn't there was no other like the fact they even made another metroidvania right. was yes. they finally did it yeah and now can they please light up the screen so yeah. i can see what the and, fuck's going yeah. on and then they made like five more they made like seven more so. <laughs> uh eco yes was yes. this year yes uh paper mario that's what I, that by the way that's what i bought with grand theft auto 3 on launch Jeez. day for the bo- toys r us buy oh, to wow. get one i want to see if you name the other game uh, that i got in the buy to get one twisted metal black Yep, that was there. Oh, wow, yeah. fucking great. Uh, Paper Mario on N64 earlier yes. that year. Yep. yep. Golden Sun Amazing. on GBA. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mario Tennis for yeah. Game Boy Color. Yes. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. that was the RPG yeah. one, right? Yeah. yeah. So good. Uh, Fantasy yeah. Star Online for Dreamcast. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, version two. Both of them. How both of them? Somehow came out both. Version according one, to the two. internet, they oh, both wow. came out like January and October. Uh, Advance Wars came out on 9/11. Advance Wars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, po- <laughs> Pokemon. I forgot about nine eleven. That really <laughs> yeah. ties it all together. Uh, Pokemon <laughs> Crystal, which was the the fusing of gold and silver. Right. Klonoa two, excellent platformer. Yep. And let me end it all uh, to get Chris in my pocket. Super Monkey Ball. Oh my god. Uh, okay. Oh, shit. Uh, you know what I'm so excited about is you. There was so much you missed that I, I yeah, have to hype. I, up. No, I I have to yeah, say my, one my third, thing. 
Zone of the Enders, oh, sure. and the game you that you bought Zone of the Enders for, Metal, Metal Gear, Gear Solid, Solid 2, 2 I said was earlier that year. Did well, you? you said that, yeah. but yeah. Oh, okay. but, I didn't yeah. say Zone of the Enders. So, yeah. so let me just... You, did, you didn't say... Is, maybe, correct me if I'm wrong on the date, uh, the third game I bought on the Toys R Us Buy 2 Get One, uh, buy two, get one was NBA Street. Nice. Oh, maybe, yeah. Which was fucking excellent. I don't know if it came out that year, though. No. I'm pretty sure it did. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have bought a f- two full-price games and a cheap one from the year before. So, so let me just add to, like, the... Let me paint the picture for this year, for 2001. <laughs> Uh, this is the year, so you already said GBA came out. The PS2, we said, is hitting its stride. GameCube, GameCube releases, Microsoft Xbox releases. This was the, the beginning of that year, though. You would have thought the Dreamcast mm, is yeah. on its way. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Up until the month of May. And then all of a sudden, the bottom fell out. And this was the year of the downfall of the Dreamcast. And the reason that's an awesome thing for me is all of a sudden I got a shit ton of awesome Dreamcast games like fucking Fire Sale. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it was yeah. it was mad clearance. That, that turned me into a huge bargain hunter. Yes. Yeah. And so but I got exposed to so many great games that year and it was so sad though cuz it was you're simultaneously seeing the rise of these new platforms and then like Dreamcast just just falling out of the yeah. sky. But that's what's so weird and, and I think the reason the Dreamcast is still held in so many people's memory as like this awesome thing is it wasn't the fault of the games. Like, the Dreamcast actually had kick-ass yeah. games, and usually the best version... So Rayman 2 also came out mm, this year. Yeah. The best version of Rayman was was on Dreamcast. So yep. so that that's... I just wanted to set up a little uh, context. I'll, I'm going to start to give you guys a preview. So my, my math, my numerical system. Mm-hmm. So um, what I did... There, there was an article I actually found online that The Richest did where they took, like, the average of the top 50 games on Metacritic and averaged their score. And 2001 mm-hmm. made number three on their list. But oh, that's okay. bullshit, because I did a little bit something different, a little simpler. All I did was I went through the every year release of, of kind of, not every year, but still. Since uh, 1972. And, that's right. And I counted the number of nine-plus Metacritic-rated games on on the list of games for that year. And most years, so... 1998, I'm sure we'll talk about. 1998 mm-hmm. only has nine games, nine unique games Let's in that category. Let's get ahead of ourselves. I, I didn't count. I didn't like double count if it was on two platforms. It's just the game itself on the platform. I didn't count things like remasters or re-releases, which really didn't start until much later. Anyway, but regardless, Nin- 2001 had 33 titles that were rated nine or above. Mm-hmm. 33. It's strong. It's like one of the strongest years in terms of that releases. So huge, huge year. For it's it, it was a year I would call it, it it just had a breadth of very good games like I think ninety I won't get it too too far ahead but I think years like ninety eight the high notes are extremely high but there might not be as many of them whereas two thousand and one had a shit ton of of really strong high notes yeah it's a rare moment where the prior generation is still alive and the next yeah. generation is actually finally catching up yeah mm-hmm. and yep. you have like five different systems all with great games yeah so one one other thing is I. I included warts and all with these years, the bad stories, because sometimes the bad helps make up like how big a year is. So this is the year SNK went out of business. But it's also the year we got Capcom versus SNK, too. Right, right. Uh, this is the year, by the way, just setting up a future kind of dynasty. Activision acquired Treyarch this year uh, mm. in 2001, mm. which would then eventually they'd go on to work on uh, Call of Duty titles. Um, and this is the year Infogrames re- revived the Atari brand for that short little mm-hmm. period. So mm-hmm. there, there's a lot going on there. Um, Rock their world. Yeah. Uh, so there, but so so some of the games, Brett, you might have missed. This is the year that RuneScape launched. RuneScape, an MMO that is still what? going, mm. and actually the stronger version is the RuneScape Classic or OG, as they call it. That came out in two thousand and one. Mm. Uh, this is the year, January of that year. 
a little game called Oni was released. Ah, yes. And Bungie's last non-Halo game. That is not big because of Oni itself. That is big because, yeah, this is this was my first time really hearing of Bungie. I know they, they'd released other games before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Didn't but, like, Rockstar publish that or yes, something? Yes, weird? Yeah, it's yes. like Rockstar and Bungie. But then, of course, later that year, Halo would be a, a launch title, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I think... You don't hear as much about Bungie unless Oni occurs. So that's why I included. I, I mentioned uh, Rayman 2. Um, this was the year... Remember there was a lot of hype around Clive Barker's Undying. It was mm. one of those years where it was the first time that movie makers were really yeah. like, hey, I'm going to start making games. I remember that game and that, that it was scary up until like an hour or two in when it gives you... Here's a Tibetan war cannon. <laughs> it's a tube with a living dragon head on the front of it that you can use to freeze monsters in their tracks. It's like, well, no, I'm not scared of anything because I got a magic bazooka. Uh I I have it down. Final Fantasy Nine was February. It's, that that's year. Europe. Uh, uh, Europe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It came out Europe. in November two thousand in yeah. the U.S. Uh, and but, then Legend of Zelda: Oracle of Seasons and Ages yeah. were GBC that year. Before we get too far from okay. Dreamcast, okay. I do want to say something. As someone who was in the press at this time, uh-huh. and and it was it was like watching this like just rapid explosion, just like Sega going. Here's all the weird shit we had yeah. waiting in the wings. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna <laughs> pump it out as the console dies. So you're gonna get not only Crazy Taxi two and Sonic Adventure two, but Ooga Booga. Oh yeah, a a bizarre <laughs> like multiplayer. Uh, I don't even know how to describe it. You were the, these little witch doctors who would throw explosives at each other, and it was online enabled. Alien Front Online, also online enabled, and, and it was like playing as alien tripods versus tanks. Mm, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that, that was a, a, just a weird time to... Well, do you remember they ported a lot it? of games yeah. to GBA? So like there was like a yeah. choo-choo rocket on GBA. That's yeah. true. Choo-choo was good. Tony Hawk was good. Yeah. Um, yeah. But was, these are was things there that a are... Space Channel 5 in 2001? Did, did 2 come out I then? I don't know. Because uh, I know well, like, Floyd, I, Floyd and Brothers Episode 1 Floyd finally did. So, <laughs> yes, but I omitted these games because these are not important. Hoigle and Moigle, Floyd and... take the year as a whole, like, these are, it's just a strong year. Mm. Did we mention Conkers in your in your list? So Conkers was... We, we was, did not, but yes, Conkers, Conkers was March that year. Uh, I didn't because I feel like if you're going to play one of those, you're going to play the other one, right? The Xbox what, one? What other Conkers? One? Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but, the one where they censor the poop? I, that's, that's, I think the N64 is We, we had a version. game that just got a re-release. Onimusha Warlords launched yeah. in March of that year as well. Mm-hmm. And that was, for me, that's Samurai Resident Evil. That was amazing. Yeah. Uh, there was a series called Serious Sam that for a time was yes. a very big shooter. Dude, that game is awesome. Yeah, yeah. it I began here. Sam. Same with Max Payne. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. This was the only, my, I, I would say, the only good Peter Molyneux title, Black and White, came mm. out in March of that year on you PC. You could train a giant animal to throw its poop. You were a god. You could be a god. Uh, the smaller title that holds a special place in my heart, The Adventures of Cookie and Cream, came out April of that <laughs> I year. I love that fucking game, man. Uh, this one's big. Might, might not be big to us, but for all the moms out there listening, can you guys picture a world be, before Match 3 games? Because mm, Bejeweled came out May of that year. Uh, columns? I just feel like, well, yes, but I feel like... <laughs> Without Bejeweled, sure, match yeah. three is not a thing. It's yeah. it does not get to be as big as it is. Like, you know, you don't have Candy Crush and all these. Yeah. So I can't imagine a world before Bejeweled though. For me, it's just always been there. It's like Snake, <laughs> not not Metal Gear Snake, but like Snake, like the yeah, cell phone yeah, yeah. game says Snake. Yeah, Bejeweled was all the way in two thousand one. Brett, did you already mention Pikmin? Because that happened. that was December uh, of that year. I think yeah. I did in sandwiched in with Melee. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Red Faction, the franchise started that year in April or in May. Damn. First Red yeah. Faction, uh, Soul Reaver two, Burnout. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah um, but even Burnout, like Burnout one, was like okay. And yeah, then I didn't three really is the one that matters. Three. Yeah, 
Uh, so we, we mentioned one MMO, which was RuneScape. Dark Age of Camelot was another MMO. Jesus, that, really? like, Speaking of games that don't matter. My friends who are MMO fans went fucking crazy yeah. for this game and stayed crazy for it for like two years, which at the time there was a new MMO like every couple of weeks, and that yeah. was hard to maintain. Um, attention. Civ 3 was this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, did we mention Phoenix Wright? Uh, not in the U.S. Not in the U.S. It's, oh, it's yeah, Japan it's only. Okay. But wait, if it's Japan... We would have heard about it in nope. 2001. Nope. No, you didn't. Nobody heard about Nobody it. Heard about ah. it. Seems no, you didn't hear about Gakuten Saiban until yeah, 2005. Did you guys bring up burn, Burnout? We did, but again, yeah, that's one of those now. one and two are irrelevant. That one was fine. No, I loved one. I it's loved fine. One. That's the point, one. though. But in this, I'm like, I was omitting the fine things for like, it's this is fine. my best year. <laughs> right. You can't touch it. That's why I'm not getting into the weeds with Burnout 1. So, all right. So a series that I love, Dead or Alive 3 came out as an Xbox exclusive. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I love Dead or Alive. I played a Which lot of holds, 2 holds on the the record, cast. I think, is the most embarrassing uh, video game commercial of all time. 3? Yeah. I, mean, I don't even remember. Just guys staring at bouncing tits? And that's right. So Wasn't that the, like, when you, like, she high kicks or something like that? that she kicks like, high. It, she kicks high. It's yeah. just boys staring at a television in slow motion, and then they show you jigglies. So mm-hmm. the, the was, last one I'll weird. mention, so I mentioned before Oni sort of, you know, was big for Bungie. There was a little game release called Frequency by yeah. a studio oh, called Harmonix that came out this year. Mm-hmm. Frequency, there would be no Guitar Hero, there would be no rock band if Frequency hadn't taken off like it Freeze Pop's career would have been much shorter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah. So that's it. I mean, that's that's my list of games Holy for shit, that so that's year. one year? That's yeah. all but we, well, we spent year. 20 minutes discussing this one year. Time to put it to a vote. It's 2001. Yeah, That wins. Everybody. That wins. But it's, yeah. but it's, <laughs> thank you, I mean, it was on three out of our five of our lists, right? <laughs> but, yeah. but that's the thing. Yeah, we're we saving time later because now yeah, Michael yeah. and I don't need to recount 2001. Although I'll talk yeah. about it again if you want. It was very all good. All right. Dan, uh, why don't you go next? Well... I had two tha- no. Um <laughs> So this this is my weakest of of my three choices and this was one that I I immediately thought like oh well it's got to be this year and then I looked at that year and I found that the year before was actually way way stronger and that year is 1994. Now I yes. thought yes. I was going to go with 95 yeah. instantly because launch of the PlayStation, launch of the Saturn, yeah. uh first year of E3 like a lot of really important things happened, but I realized that the better there was a, a lot better games, and it is that pre-hype of oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Like there was so much activity and so much news and so much like trying to find out what is the Saturn going to be, what is the PlayStation going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, You'll find so, out sooner than you know. And yeah. the SNES was like really hitting its stride. It was like amazing so, year for SNES. So games. which year? Yeah. Which year is this? That was I'm, I'm going 94? with ninety four. And like, so to. To me, this is my bulletproof. You can't mess with this year. Really, okay. this is your. This yeah. is it. You're this, locked. I, I broke, now you know how we feel. I broke <laughs> this. I broke this down by platform because it's it's insane. Yeah, this year is insane. And this isn't. This was not like this was originally going to be on my list. It got edged out by another year, but I still have notes on this. So let's go. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm ready. Like when Dan, Dan let it rip. Let, let me get my little ones out because I'm sure you did far more research and or you have Total Recall anyway, so I can never compete. But. Um, Total Recall came out this year. <laughs> it actually might have. No, yes. no, no, no. In, in addition to the Sega Saturn and the PlayStation coming out in Japan, in the U.S., we had the greatest handheld device ever created, the Genesis Nomad. 
Oh, yeah. Yes. That was awesome. We had the you What the Fuck Are no You man? Thinking 32X, <laughs> uh-huh. which was super exciting. Again, I've got to tell you, I was like, I can't wait. I got my copy of Sega Visions, and I'm like, this is the future. It um, turned him Southern. He was so excited. Yeah. <laughs> super Game Boy came out, which yeah. was huge. Mm-hmm. To like, finally, the, you know, Nintendo did something that we wanted them to do. Uh, um, yeah, weird that they both came out with adapters. One went forward, one went backward, and the backward <laughs> yeah. one is the one everyone loves. Uh, important wow. note about the Super Game Boy, though, and it's crucial, launched with Donkey Kong 94. Yes. Best game ever. Yeah. Which is one of the best 94. games of all time. <laughs> to me, and again, keeping in mind that my perspective is very arcade-focused. I sure. still, my heart There's belongs in the arcade. Here are just, and I didn't, I didn't go exhaustive, but here are like what I felt were the important things that came out in 94 in the arcade. Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo, mm-hmm. easily like one of the best versions of the franchise. Darkstalkers, uh, Dark the yep. original Tekken, yep. Samurai mm-hmm. Showdown 2, way better than oh, 1. Oh, shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. The original King of Fighters... Mm-hmm. Killer fucking instinct. Oh, by the way, we're Nintendo. We're getting in bed with uh, with with Midway and Williams, yeah, rare. and uh, yeah. that also means cruising USA. Who uh, yeah? <laughs> Back when Daytona, it was... let's throw it away. <laughs> da- uh, that came out in '94. Sega yep. Rally also came out in '94. Oh, 94. really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the original Marvel versus Capcom, which was fanboy mind blowingness. You know, regardless, Puzzle Bobble, which uh, is still like MBC. amazing. Puzzle Plus. Uh, MBC is '98. Uh, Children, yeah. Children of the Atom is 94. Ah, yes. X-Men. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, then I got that one wrong. But it, begin, uh, but it begins with Children of the Atom. It all starts with yeah. that game. That's true. Uh, Virtua Cop, which is the game that Kat and I played on our honeymoon Ooh. in 95, which was <laughs> fun. You murdered uh, cool. and together. I was into it before Giant Bomb told you it was cool. Windjammers. Yeah. Hey, there you go. Uh, ah, yes. They all came out in 94. Yeah. Uh, there are other things I have actually, I, that was, this is the one thing that I forgot to check pinball for mm. because I'm sure there's some interesting pinball, but, uh, Brett, I'm, I won't, uh, on, on PC, Doom 2, Doom I was, two. I, I am, I'm going to name drop and be like, well, I was there at the launch party in the I limelight in New York yes. City. Yeah, that um, one of my favorite memories of being in the press was like, oh, I don't like to go out at night in New York, but <laughs> it is Doom too, so I think I'll go. Yeah. And, you know, and so we go we and were we held play up by a shotgun marine. Yeah, we we play LAN multiplayer for the first time. Doom two um, is um, so and a friend good. of mine so good. who was at we were at a magazine called Flux, which was sort of the anti details. It was comics and video games and music all from like a juvenile delinquent's perspective, very much. Wow. Flex um, the anti when, when I complained about like oh, we can't do an article like that, they made me write it. So like, hey, we see you, we hear you can like see Jessica Rabbit's uh, crotch in one shot if you get the laser disc. I'm like, we can't do that. That's that's irresponsible, Dan. You have to go buy the laser disc mm-hmm. and so, you have to write the article. So it's basically it, uh, 2007 to 2009 games radar. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it really was. I mean, like I was like, oh, I see what you guys are doing. Or we did this and it didn't work time. out either. <laughs> um, but Doom 2, PC, uh, Jazz Jackrabbit, which proved that you could do fast platformers mm-hmm. on on PCs. And, of course, it was an early game from a little guy known as Cliffy, capital B. And then Marathon 
for Mac, which was like first-person shooters can happen on Mac. You can yes. have games on yeah. Mac. Marathon, oh, that, Marathon, that, was that was such a, a wonderful moment as a Mac gamer at the time. Like you don't understand what a huge deal that was having to sit through years of all my PC owning friends fucking playing exactly. Doom yeah. and lording it over me and like Mac well, shareware games fucking suck. Doom was only a year old at and this then, point. Well, I was a teenager, so time moved very slow. But they were playing Wolfenstein before. That's that, true. So. Yes, and That's, and we yes, got we Wolfenstein, were. but it was like a. A version of like the Super Nintendo version but with the gore put back in and yeah. the Nazis, and uh, so it's like we're gonna we're gonna like clean out the clean the fish and then put all the guts back in. Yes, the fish. exactly. Like, <laughs> this was like the great Tandy Apple II wars of the 1980s. Sort <laughs> of, yes. But Marathon was we don't yeah, speak of it. It was by Bungie <laughs> and it was exclusive to Mac, and it it was just so amazing and like it moved so smoothly like this is a company that had only recently done like what like pathways into darkness like these kind of shitty yeah. do you remember when shooters? halo was like a mac thing they were showing it yes. at like yes. conferences yes. like as an exclusive going to be presented by Steve Jobs yeah yep but that's not so 94. I mean, there's a there's a boatload of console stuff. I'll just let Brett handle that. But the two interesting biz things that happened that year, NeverSoft was established. Yes, so without yes. them, yeah. obviously, we would have never had Bruce Willis starring in Apocalypse and a couple <laughs> of other games that they've done. Um, <laughs> that's where you were going. And uh, uh, Blizzard was named Blizzard after changing hands yes. a couple of times. Yeah. They 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 changed their name several times, but '94 was when they established Blizzard as a brand. Yep. Yes, I yes. thought that was interesting, but. Brett, I've got uh, uh, most of my games that were important that year were SNES games, so I, you know, go for well, it. Well, Nintendo did call it the year of the cartridge. They officially that's named true. It the that year is of the right. But they, I, um, that was to that was to fight off that you yeah. don't need optical media. Yeah. Who cares about optical yeah. media? We're gonna fight this for eight more years. Although I remembered it more as the play it loud era. <laughs> yeah, this was this was peak true. play <laughs> embarrassing play it loud. Um, yes, where every Nintendo commercial had the fucking Hindenburg crashing yeah. in it. <laughs> Oh god, and the butthole surfer song with the word yeah. hell, like hell, it's because we put the blood back into Mortal Kombat too. Yeah, and then like hell was bleeped in the commercial, and I felt like cold sweats of embarrassment alone in my bedroom. Yeah, like, who the hell was in my bed? It's Yoshi. Okay, it's just like who the bleep was in my room? Like you're gonna. What are you doing? You embarrass me. Along with that creepy video of like the old people going, "I've got a tattoo of Luigi on, on my, my left, left butt cheek." <laughs> It's just just watch the Tim and Eric Jim and Derek episode and it's just that. It's so embarrassing. You guys want to feel really bad about yourself? You're closer in age to those old people now. I know. Than, I, know. Than, uh, I know. Than you were to your kid self watching so, that. So, uh, also on PC though, XCOM. Yes. Yeah. Wing Commander 3. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mark Hamill starring his, Mark, uh, TIE Fighter. I left that one off just because it's yeah. sort of the dark horse yeah. of the sort oh. of the catalog. Mm-hmm. Uh, TIE Fighter. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, side note, AVP's uh, Jaguar on uh, Jesus That's Jaguar's right. Alien the, versus Predator this was FPS. a Jaguar the good yeah. the, arguably still the best one the best Jaguar game uh, that's not a Tempest game I'm so, just glad you didn't say try Tempest to say 2000 uh, and then AVP and that's it yeah, that, yeah. Was it. that was it. Well, it's like yeah, the Capcom beat him up, the like Activision beat him up on SNES, and then this. Would, yeah. But this was the one that finally felt like a real AVP experience, mm-hmm. whatever that means. Uh, but on Super Nintendo 1994. Uh, Mortal Kombat 2 comes home, and in a huge shift that eventually changed the whole perception of Nintendo as this weird overbearing censoring thing that has been documented very well for the NES and up to this point Super NES, but because Mortal Kombat Genesis ate their lunch, they're like, actually, forget it. This ships with a pre-ESRB 
you must be over 17 to play this game. And then the first game to have an ESRB rating, Donkey Kong Country, also comes out 1994 right after that. Also that month, Final Fantasy VI. Fantasy VI. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just prior to that, Breath of Fire, Earthworm Jim, Super Punch-Out!, uh, Demon's Crest, which is kind of a dark Rock horse yes. thing for me, but it's super good. Mm-hmm. Really good. Uh, earlier that year, Mega Man X, mm-hmm. yep. Super January. Metroid, mm-hmm. yep. And uh, speaking of Blizzard, Blackthorn. Oh wow, one of my and favorites. Also, Blackthorn. Sparkster yeah. and Sparkster. Yeah, I actually have it on here. Actually, that uh, March, that March, Elder Scrolls Arena, the, the yeah. like the the first big the first step Elder in the Scrolls. open world Elder Scrolls. Well, which it, was, was not two. an arena fighter game, despite <laughs> its title. <laughs> The, yeah, right. That's right. Two was Daggerfell. That's right. Arena was the first, but that was yeah the first kind of open open world Western RPG. That's mm-hmm. where it began. Uh, and then on Genesis, you have Sonic Three and Sonic and Knuckles. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Castlevania Bloodlines and Aladdin. Damn. All coming out this year. Also, and, Japan got mm-hmm. Castlevania Rondo of Blood, which we yeah. didn't get until a few years back on until Wii. twenty minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and then, if you add in Japan, the PS One launches, Mother Two comes out, and Virtual Fighter Two also comes out in Japan. So, mm-hmm. through magazines, we may have been reading that. But yeah. again, just on Super NES, like the reason this to me is so strong is this isn't like my childhood nostalgia. Like none of my years are NES era because none of those like, those games were important then, but the things they inspired are more inspirational today. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. when you can still watch today speedrunners who are half my age discover a game like Super Metroid or mm-hmm. or Final Fantasy 3 or Super Punch-Out or whatever, Mega Man X, and they, they find the value in that, and they're half my age, and they play it to audiences of tens of thousands of people watching them live, that's far more than just it was a good game and it stood the test of time it found a new audience decades after when it's so hard to find legally and they still are inspiring people to this day so not only was it a huge thing then these things are still relevant to people that i could be the parents of and that's insane (laughs) and i can't say that about almost any of the other games in these years because even the the 2000 stuff it's early 3d it gets improved on to a point where you It'll just look better. Like, what's the best GTA? It's probably almost always going to be the most recent one. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the best Metroid? I don't know how you're going to top Super Metroid. Final Fantasy VI will always be a standard, like, this is one of the greatest 2D RPGs Mm -hmm. there will ever be. It's hard to top that. It's still immensely playable, even the mobile version. Yeah. Did you guys already talk about the uh, Need for Speed? I think this was the first Need for this Speed was, game. This is the on one 3DO. game that's on my list that Brett did not mention. Oh, this like was 3DO? The, the year of the yes. first, the first, the three DO version of Need for Speed. Now, I, I reviewed wow. this game and gave it a bad review because <laughs> it was fucking slow. Yeah. I'm sorry. If your name, if your game is called Need for Speed, <laughs> there should be speed. No, it's about it, needing speed, Dan. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, right I, I really felt the need. It's clear. <laughs> Uh, that's on you. The desire for speed. Irresponsible <laughs> games journalism once again rearing its ugly head, Dan. I mean, right. Uh, it was it's a, most uh, Japanese games aren't about having sex. It's about being horny. <laughs> <laughs> Me. It was also Road and Track presents the Need for Speed. Oh, yes, it was. Wow. Yes, it was. Um, tell you get that. And they, they bailed by Need for Speed too. But this did establish the franchise that has now gone on to arguably be the most successful and longest running. I know. Racing every, franchise in every single in the year I industry. looked at. Every year I looked at after 1994 has a Need for Speed game in it. And I'm like, it's still pretty good. So again, when Indicative I was in Activision, of a good year. 
I got I was very sensitive to people going like, "Stop making Call of Duty! It's the same goddamn game every year. We don't want another Call of Duty game every year." And I actually found out that when people were just shouting that endlessly, there were actually more consecutive Need for Speed games every yeah. year, and Need for Speed yes. didn't get any of that garbage. It's yeah. just like they they would let themselves go. I don't feel like playing Need for Speed this year, and then they would just walk away from it. So it didn't get like this laser focused ire of, "But I want to play Call of Duty, and you didn't give me a Call of Duty I want to." play you know but so be- because it wasn't as popular and therefore it didn't feed into their anti-identity yeah which it's, is like a, racing games are are very popular but a little nichier compared to shooters at the same time that i was getting all the shit for call of duty so uh yeah th- i thought that was that was interesting again it's i don't know if 3do is going to show up anywhere else on anybody else's <laughs> list nor if it really deserves to but um yeah they're um which one of you guys got my 3do testing station Ooh, I wish I did. What, in, in, like in, the, in the great parking lot sale yeah. at Games Radar before no, I, I I remember that. I got your 32X and Sega CD. I already had a 3DO that I'd scammed from someone from college. Oh, very nice. I but I, I, I had a 3DO I, I testing your... station that would let you run gold discs. It had a switch on the back that said final retail software or encrypted, and that's oh, what damn. you had to... To flip, it's, somebody somebody got that. I'm pretty. I sure. I can play amazing I penguin. Be, I, I believe I got your mint condition Donkey Kong '94 to further yeah. prove your point, and uh, something I'll mention on one of my years. So, okay. uh, well, Dan, you're, you're asking about pinball machines, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I'm seeing here, this is the year there was a Who pinball machine released, which I don't care about. Uh, there was a Street Fighter II pinball machine was 1994, Oof, yes. which came up on we our talked from Dan talked about it on this show. We talked about from pixels yeah. to pinballs that episode about video games that became pinball machines. Yep. Uh, I didn't think that was 94. I could be wrong. Hmm. Um, Those and things have like the craziest release dates did, on the, them. That shit could have been in the hey, wild for two years before it hit the rest of the world. I'm, I'm sure yeah. this has already been mentioned, but I just have to say it. Dan, you already said Warcraft. I was right? going to say you mentioned the Blizzard news, but did you mention yeah? Well, this is the first Warcraft came out this year. I, I, oh I, no! I had, oh I took that yeah. off of my list for some. I, I took I it off because it's like Warcraft Two is a billion times better. It is, yeah, but, but remember at the time, it. like. Yeah. But but part of my thing isn't just influential in the time. It needs to be oh, like okay, okay, the best. Like it needs to be. This is the three best years of all time. Okay. So it, it can't Fair be. Enough. It Fair can't enough. be like. Yes. Right. Yeah, I love River Raid. Okay. Also, we're yeah. being way but, too scientific. Uh, by the way, it, in arcades, this is the first year Tekken ever released in arcades. So, kicking off the Tekken series as well. So. Yeah, that was in my list. You okay. could say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, the pinball machines that were significant from '94 are uh, Guns N' Roses, which is still nice. a table that a lot of people nice. like and was unique because uh, bef- I believe this was even before Indiana Jones had a, a revolver. They they made a gun as the plunger. Nice Maverick, which you was got a really a free good ball, table. Baby! Slash could uh, never play because his hair was always in his eyes. It was a really sad yeah. situation. And uh, Demolition Man, which is still a pretty darn good table and is used in tournaments uh, now. Simon says, what, flee! What do I use the shells for, Dan, is what I want to uh, I'm not going to tell you. You're going to have to find out yourself. Damn. But yeah, uh, to, uh, and to also, trade in uh, for Demolition Man on 3DO, which is, the, I think, the, on, the world's only Wesley Snipes, Sylvester Stallone exclusive fighting game. <laughs> Where they, they do their own modeling. You can fight as them. And just for uh, just for cartoon crazy uh, uh, Chris Antista, there is actually a Popeye pinball that I did not get to bring up on the pinball show. And it's called Popeye Saves the Earth, and it came out in 1994. <laughs> uh, was it tied into that horrible Popeye and Son cartoon? Like, I'm not the environmental sure, but years earlier. 
It was it was a legitimate like Midway Bali Williams pinball game Ugh. from two of the better people that right. worked there. I retract and, and and yet I've never seen it and nobody knows anything. So ninety four. I think was... Tim Kitzrow worked on that machine too as a as a voice. So ninety four was your third year, Dan, and this was your number one, Brett. For me, yeah, because okay. of the things Sorry. I mentioned, like they I were. Feel, I feel like maybe I should be writing some of this okay. down. Important yeah. then, two thousand one and ninety four. Because if you could let me go for a second, yes, go for uh, it. Yeah, I'm done with ninety four. I can basically do two entries because I have one that is total bullshit. Okay. That I meant to do later, but this is already going long, so I don't mind uh, squeezing it off here. <clears throat> I'm going to read this uh, like a child in his first debate class. Mm-hmm. With so much fondness reflected upon the past, I thought it would be fun to look into the future of greatness, such as 2019, where we've already had games released, like... Resident Evil 2, Kingdom Hearts 3, Ace Combat 7, and No More Heroes 3. We can also look forward to Anthem and the out. I just cataloged 20. You were supposed to stop me. How oh, no, we're going to let you dig yeah, this hole as deep as you right want ahead. to and then bury yourself in dare, it. Dare I forget Psychonauts 2, Far Cry New Dawn, Yoshi's Crafted World, Toe Jam and Earl 4, or is it 5? Who can remember? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Division Two, <laughs> D- Devil May Cry Five, Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three, apparently Gears Five. I don't believe it. Ta- Team Sonic Racing Crackdown Three, <laughs> Shenmue Three, Mortal Kombat Eleven, Luigi's Mansion Three, and of course, we can't forget Madden Twenty Twenty. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's right. You gotta go your head. Yeah, yeah. The Outer Worlds, Days Gone, and Star Wars: The Fallen Order from the Titanfall team are also rumored to come out this year. So I believe. And, uh, you don't have to keep affecting that voice, Chris. It's that fine. 2019 the is, is the greatest year. will be the greatest year in gaming of all time. Thank you very much. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> uh, now, what's your real year? Okay, my real year, uh, I really did try on that one. Um, I just think we've gone no, too long. I, I, I chose in – I might have been not doing a lot of work because I'm, I'm doing prep for 30 2010. This is the, one of the years we're talking about. But it, but it's mostly based on, on my experience growing up is 1989. Okay. Um, 1989, and I, I do agree with what Dan and Brett have done, and you have chosen games that are undeniably amazing, and not just uh, not just milestones. But I just like looking at 1989 of like even the things we think are funny to mention as gamers who pay attention to everything. That like the Power Glove came out this year, Fester's Quest came out this year, Friday the Thirteenth, a game Dave and I love to death. And informed the much better new Friday Thirteenth game. THQ was founded. The Lynx comes out. All that happens in 1989. Wow! wow. And, yeah. And the, the way Brett described, um, uh, like a world of just a lot of choice. Uh, and what was the, your first year, Brett? 2001. Yeah. Like it was just. I was growing up a little. I had discovered games in 1988, but 1989 opened this like whole new world to me. Um, the Sega Genesis launches in America, as does Altered Beast, Golden Axe, Super Hang-On, Revenge of Shinobi, Space Harrier 2, Fantasy Star 2, and of course, Tommy Lasorda Baseball. Loved which it. Has, of course. It was amazing. Was this the also... greatest game cover of all time, which he, he looks <laughs> much, much more like a mascot for AA. Than, <laughs> than, than I, just, I remember that as, launch game. Like, I, I couldn't tell the difference between him and John Madden at the time. Yeah. Old guy with gray teeth. Um, <laughs> what, was this also Joe Montana football that year? No, I don't. I don't know if that released in the first year. I think that's a ninety game. Okay. But like, 
it, like I, this is not fair, and this this is not speak to. I, I do believe in, in Brett's purpose a little more, but the idea of Nintendo is ruling your world and Genesis enters the arena and everything just gets really exciting. Super and part exciting, of that, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was awesome because it was a great the, time to be alive. There was there wasn't a real rivalry between NES and Master System. Like it was the, the fight was over before it even began. Master System was always out there, and it was mm-hmm. just this weird. Hey, look at these boxes with like white boxes with little lines and weird hand drawn art. But no yeah. one, no one I knew owned a Master System. I don't know about you guys. No. Yeah, and it was it was like the, there was like it was like your parents divorced, and both of them were trying to impress you, <laughs> and especially if you had both systems. It was a year when Final Fight came out in the arcades. Oh, uh, Mega Man yeah. Two came out. Yeah. Castlevania Three, River City Ransom, Mother, uh, the Boy and His Blob, Ducktales. The Turbo Graphics debuts with Bonk's Adventure, and that's about the only notable thing you'll ever need to say about that system or its games. <laughs> Although, watch High School uh, Girl. True. Love it's letter to Turbo yeah. Graphics and High School Girl episode one. Did it? I don't think it had Bonk's Adventure in '89. I think it had Keith Courage and fucking Alpha Zones. Uh, even better. Fine. My point. <laughs> the TV tuner, for fuck's sake. <laughs> the TV tuner. Yes. Uh, uh, Prince of Persia and SimCity hit PC, Jeez. and I don't know if you can think of two better PC franchises to hit before 1990, for real. Mm. Uh, and most importantly, Cobra Triangle. Damn straight. Cobra Triangle. Is, and just because I wanted to reward UK listeners, baby, Dizzy's Fantasy World also hits this week. But, but, but I would be remiss if I didn't mention this. You want to talk about games that most people played to death? Solitaire, solitaire, and Minesweeper hit Windows Three. Are you? Oh shit! shit. This, that this is, is no... like my bejeweled thing from two thousand one. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. If your bejeweled thing had any credence, I just trumped you by a thousand. You sort of did. Everyone in the world has played. Anybody who was alive in nineteen uh, yes, but I cannot games. recall being so excited. <laughs> it was. Those are pure like. Well, what else can I do to distract myself spoken, from homework? Spoken like a man who never watched those cards bounce. This, was this like also that, the year of skiing, where uh, ski free, ski free, where yeah, the yeah, where snowman would you, come chase that, you. Down? Ski free is the most worker and parasite game of all time. <laughs> <laughs> just all of a sudden, you're just like pushing directions, and then a snowman eats you, and then like stuff happens, and then game over, zero points. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. We were Christians. We did not play that game. But, but I also have to say that um, at the end of the That's year... There's a very strong uh, anti-God message in Ski Free, I got to say. That's right. Uh, the games Tetris and Super Mario Land launch on the Game Boy, which Jesus. also launches this year, yep. going on to yeah. sell 120 million units, making it the third highest selling console of all time. And unlike every other year with a console launching, I couldn't find one of the top five best-selling consoles launching in the year of all these great games. Mm-hmm. So I, I think the Game Boy is one of the most significant uh, console releases of all time, not just because it's portable nature, but, you know, like most people today play games portably, and that that's if you include the Switch. Uh, portable gaming, I, I think, will probably exceed whatever you want to call regular gaming <laughs> uh, as the years go on. But uh, but Game Boy was the first. Okay, so 1989 happened this year. Did anyone else have 89 on their list, or is it just Chris? Nope. I'm just making the note. Nope. Just making the note. That is a strong. That's way stronger than I would have remembered, because, yeah. The, I, I agree. Like yeah. the, mm-hmm. the Genesis coming out was a, it's a complete game changer. Uh, uh, that year. Yeah. Oh, I think that's that, some revisionist not history, in hind- Brett, not in hindsight. <laughs> no, because no, 89 and 90, it was still a million percent Nintendo. Nintendo did not flinch in North America until Sonic came out. Mm-hmm. It was it was a non-story. 
I mean, like, I mean, I had a Genesis, and I was fucking no, playing the shit I, out of Altered Beasts. I, I, I would only I mean, disagree but, with you, Brett, just because we weren't like the arc. Those arcade games that launched the year the Genesis did, like, yeah. were a big deal for people who are primary arcade gamers. No, they were, and they, it was this. It was the first time you got to see this arcade conversion that was well done. Because the NES conversions were always like, yeah, I can tell this is scaled down, mm-hmm. but just the a effect lot. on Nintendo did not happen. Like. People obviously were buying those machines, but it was not a thing until Genesis does what Nintendo don't. Sonic One, Toad Jam and Earl, Streets of Rage, Spider Man. That's the era. Yeah, sure, but that's, where that's, it matters. That's year, that's, but why that's, are we arguing for the co- effect on Nintendo? It's, it's supposed to be about the effect on us, right? Like, and what because, I'm saying is that well, was huge to me. But that's that very year. localized. Maybe. A- across North America, yeah, because I'm a I'm the from... effect of Sega was not that's true. Felt. I, I was in SoCal, like Southern California gets exposed to a lot, a lot oh, of things, could be, you yeah. know, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, like earlier market stuff before, like maybe the middle of the country, maybe saw it. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but Genesis felt big to me on its release in 1989 oh, yeah. to the point where when I was reading Console Wars, I'm like, no, it was they they, they made it seem like 89 and 90 were like nothing for Genesis. I'm like, no, it was big, like it, everyone knew about it, everyone was talking about it, you know. I don't know, Dan, you were covering the stuff and. Didn't you like you skipped the NES entirely, didn't you, Daniel? I skipped the NES entirely, but I was actually a senior in high school uh, <laughs> when when the Genesis launched, and my mom was still sort of in charge of things uh, at that point, money wise. So uh, I had I was very much the Atari twenty six hundred generation when the NES came out. I was told you already have all those Atari tapes, of course, tapes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So uh, no, and then it wasn't until I got to college. In 90 or 91 that my friends actually pooled their money and got me a Genesis core system, and then I picked up used Sonic 2. God, you were like, uh, yeah, you were like GoFundMe before GoFundMe yeah, was a that's thing, like, I kind of was, that's yeah. Like I, was, late I was a charity case. That's like late but I was 92. so focused on my career in music <clears throat> journalism at that point that mm-hmm. I was like, okay, so like, instead of, like, I, you know... I, I wound up having to borrow money from my mom to buy an Ozzy Osbourne album, which was her, like, least possible <laughs> thing she would ever want me to listen to. Same. Because I legitimately had an assignment that I had to review an Ozzy Osbourne album. The Devil's Music? I'm uh, just imagining... The Devil's Music. The yeah. scene... So, uh, for me to say, like, but I also want to get a Genesis, because it's just like the arcade, which is exactly what I had said when I saw... Like, uh, you know, the NES. I'm like, but mom, Super Mario Bros. Think of all the quarters I will save, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I think was that must have been like the marketing pitch because we all are point. sort of saying the same thing about it. I, that must have been it. They weren't saying Genesis mm-hmm. does oh, that, what Nintendo does. Before, before they had Sonic, that was the bit. Yeah, it, it was. Like, it was, yeah, it was Genesis' thing was being an arcade version. It was arcade place. ports and getting getting yeah. Western sports stars to sign themselves for those t- for I, games. Yeah. I'm sorry, but after that anecdote, I'm just imagining this scene in Dan's inevitable biopic where he's like, "Oh shit, I got to go interview the guys from Three Dog Night in 15 minutes," <laughs> and his friends show up. It's like, first, I know this is important to you, Dan, but first, we we the guys got together and we bought you this, and you're like. Oh man, a Genesis? I don't know, guys. And like, come I'll on, I'll play just, it later. Just throws hook it, it aside. Yeah, it collects yeah. dust, and then one oh, year. No, 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 no. I, was like, I was thinking so like, does no, this play Wing just, Commander? Yeah, just hook it up, and then like you're immediately enthralled, and you miss the yeah. interview because this is so much more important. Yeah, yeah as Three a, Dog Knight dies young... in a plane crash while Dan's playing Mean <laughs> Beans. <Exactly. laughs> As a young music journalist, I would have killed for the opportunity to interview Three Dog Night um, or whichever surviving members there may have been at that point. Uh, but I, what I did to survive in the meantime between consoles is I, I totally turned into a PC gamer because PCs are something I'm going to need for college, you know. So I wound up playing Mom. like Microprose Tetris and 
you know, and Leisure Suit Larry on a CGA monitor. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, and finest. stuff like that. So I was playing games, but, like, at the time that I got the Genesis, right before that, we were all into Wing Commander running mm. on a 286-12. Hell yeah. You know, I mean, like, crazy shit. So... So I was and, uh, I was gaming you, a lot, just throw, not not console. So eighty nine, I was unable to enjoy the Genesis sort of like hype and thrill because I just I wasn't there for it. Do, do you want to throw Solitaire and Minesweeper into that just to make my entry more significant? I will say this: we felt that that Solitaire was important enough that we wound up uh, at Digital Diner with the legendary Andy Eddy. Uh, we interviewed Wes Cherry, the inventor, the the programmer who came up yeah. with Solitaire. And he still worked at Microsoft when we spoke mm. to him, and wow. he totally downplayed it. He's like, "It's just, it's just a thing I did for fun, yeah. you know. Like yeah. I'm supposed to be working on Excel or whatever the fuck he was supposed yeah, to be working like, on." <laughs> but no, I, I believe that a lot of people played Solitaire and went, "So you can use computers for games?" Like I think that is actually a mm. gateway thing where people yeah. started to see computers as more than just something that could run Lotus One Two Three. No, my dad. And, and did. when we look at, we were looking at best-selling games on like the Wii for thirty twenty ten. And it's still like Wii Sports because it was a pack-in. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. fine. Then Solitaire and Minesweeper are the best-selling right. games of all time. That is the most packed-in game that's ever existed. Okay, Matt, uh, we should move this along. Matt, do you want to go? Yeah, I mean, I, I sort of... T- Sorry, but 2001 Let, let's was point my out, big like, year. I think we've all had one of our years eliminated by overlap. At least, yes. Not me. Yeah. Oh, Uh-oh. shit. No. no. Um, Wait, yes, you did, but sorry. Right. So, oh, well, so, yeah, we canceled each other out. Yeah, I, I shared a year. When I originally somebody. planned to do this, I was going to have sort of a one-two punch, uh, but it was going to be awkward because I was going to have to do it backwards. So I, let me let me just thank you, Brett, because I was going to have to lead with 2002 and then go to 2001. Mm. But two's, 2002 two's very good. is a very strong year. Let me just set, paint the scene for you again. So this is the year PS2 is is fully hitting its stride. You know, yeah. it is dominating the scene. But, uh, and then Dreamcast at this point, pretty much a non-starter. You know, it's just yeah, it's picking up bargain bin games and, and you know, memories, right? I mean, uh, Sega's officially like out. Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe your Tamagotchi VMU games or whatever, if you're still carrying <laughs> those around. Um, but then the GameCube and Xbox... They're just doing okay. Like they they launched the end of the prior year. Mm. They're really just getting a lot of really good exclusives each this mm-hmm. year, you know. And they're getting obviously ported versions. Oh boy, but, are they! But it's really all about PS2, <laughs> and then yeah, a couple really good gems for for GameCube and Ooh. Xbox. Ooh. So uh, just big stories of the year. In March, The Sims overtakes Myst as the best-selling computer game of all time, selling 6.3 million units. So, yeah, it's kind of a changing of the guard. Uh, April that year, G4 Media, a subsidiary of Comcast, it launches the G4 Cable Television Network in 2002, which is no longer around. Uh, For those of you who never got to see it, I know we give it a lot of shit. I thought G4 was awesome, and I watched G4 all the time. A network dedicated to nothing but video games in its original form. It eventually got to be outlandish where they were, well, I think it was like reruns of Cops was, was most of their programming. But mm-hmm. when it launched, yeah. it was all gaming-centric shows, and that was not a thing. I get in the 80s, there were some game shows, and then there was the video game cartoons, which if you watch this week's Laser Time episode, is all about that. Anyway, uh, but no, a, a network dedicated to video games, that was a big deal. Um, it, was, it was, especially when like half your programming is like takes place inside Asheron's Call. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was, it was this was also a big Sorry. year news-wise for video games because Rockstar was dominating headlines because of all the controversy around GTA 3 mm-hmm. and another big release later this year with GTA Vice City right. came out in 2002. 
Uh, to me, it's but my the 80s very back on the map. That's right. That was this year. It was, it was only a year after three. They huh. really followed up strong. Um, but I, I, I did mine chronologically. So, uh, by the way, so according to my, my super scientific math method, uh, 2001 had the 33 nine plus games. 2002 had 24. So a very, very strong year still. Uh, we started off strong with Res. So I, I mentioned Tetris Effect earlier. Uh, so Res was the first synesthesia game where you're supposed to feel mm-hmm. the music. Uh, I, I never bought the vibrator version, so I didn't really have that, the, the vibrator accessory that came with it or whatever. Um, Freedom Force, a game series that is no longer around oh, that we've talked about in recent mm-hmm. shows, but it was a really fun superhero. It wasn't an RTS. It was like this isometric sort of action RPG. It was like, let's call it like, you know, Ultimate Alliance before Ultimate Alliance was a thing, but with a few more strategy elements to it. Uh, Parappa the Rapid 2 came out this year. I think a worthy sequel. It was it was no original, but it was quite good. Uh, February of that year, we had Maximo Ghost to Glory, the return of oh, yes. that. Well, it was the spiritual successor. It wasn't an official to Ghouls and Ghosts, and yes. ghosts but it, Maximo, I just remember playing the hell out of, and I loved his little underwear when he got hit and he had his boxers on. Uh, Guitaru Man came out that year, but then the big game in February. Jet Set Radio Futures. So this was the first Microsoft Xbox exclusive that I think is the best Jet Set game. Uh, yep. Unfortunately, because not a lot of people had Xboxes, not a lot of people played it. But it it improved everything from the excellent Dreamcast original uh, and just made it a much better game and easier to play, easier to control and get around. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really miss Jet Set games. I, I wish someone would, would try to bring those back. Uh, my- I really miss Chibomato's birthday cake. <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, mm-hmm. Michael, I think this is one of your personal favorites. Fatal Frame was first introduced on U.S. shores in, in March of that year. That is not one of my personal okay, favorites, but thank you, you anyway. Uh, Two is much better. Well, then here's what I know you all know. Mr. Mosquito. Uh, Mr. Yes. Mosquito came <laughs> out for PS2 that year. Is this what's going to push O2 over the <laughs> limit? And Mad like Maestro. There are, there, I brought four games with me out to San Francisco from Florida 12 years ago. One quarter of them was Mr. Mr. <laughs> and you have <laughs> Muppet <laughs> Records. What's the point? Uh, <laughs> so a, a game that I think Mario Super Strikers owes its existence to, Sega Soccer Slam. You guys remember Sega so- Soccer Slam? Of course. Like, I love that Arcade game. Soccer game it. came out. Um, Star Wars Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast mm-hmm. was this, that oh, year. Yeah. Dungeon Siege. Do you guys ever play Dungeon Siege? Like, uh, <laughs> Your yes. minions are that, winning the battle. That was the game I where I realized like hours and hours into it, it's just like, all I've done is click a single mouse button yeah. this entire time. That's all this game is. So and it just yeah. I, I couldn't. And have he fun was with the first guy complaining how it was ruined by going to mobile. So I'm I'm kind of going to go through quickly through these because it's taking a while. But so April brought us. It wasn't the best. Uh, well, at the time, it was one of the best Spider-Man games ever. So Spider-Man the movie came out in April mm-hmm. of that year. Mm-hmm. Not as strong as the follow-up yeah. Spider-Man two, but we didn't know that at the time. It was very good. Resident Evil the remake for GameCube came out that year and that was actually my first time playing yeah, the original no, Resident yeah. Evil. Remake that, is fantastic. It was oh, yeah. it was probably what yeah, the best version? Would you say? Uh, I think it's to me RE4 is my favorite RE and then No, I meant best version of the original Resident no, but Evil. But I'm saying the right up underneath it is the remake. Oh nice. It, oh, shit. It's the it's the for me it's the absolute best way to play to experience that original story. Yeah. Yeah. It's it still looks amazing today. Um so May was we talked about Elder Scrolls Arena, Elder Scrolls Morrowind came out in May. And that was really my Fuck. first exposure to Elder Scrolls. And Me too. unfortunately, I played it on the Xbox, so it was buggy as hell and froze uh, all the time. But you could but you could put your own Smash Mouth music in it. <laughs> you could. I played it on PC, and I killed a ferryman for his hat. <laughs> uh, June of that year, so speaking of RPGs. You don't call him that anymore, Michael. 
Neverwinter Nights came out that June, which to PC gamers, I mean, Dan, you might be able to speak to this more. Neverwinter Nights was this huge Hallmark title. Mm. It was huge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was ridiculously enormous. Yeah. Because it, it, it was, I mean, there were there had been D&D games before, but never quite so rich or with so much respect for the license. It was almost too enormous because yeah. I spent like maybe 40 hours just playing that in the city. And then suddenly it's just like, okay, time for chapter two. You gotta go, go to, to this wilderness. Like, you you got to go underneath. No, I don't want it. Mm. Well, it was just like out in the, the frozen wastelands. It's like, I don't want to be out in the wilderness. So also in June, this is for our UK audience, uh, Wipeout Fusion was that year. So uh, that was... Fuck, I love that game too. Yeah, I, lo- I know. I love Wipeout Fusion, but I, mm-hmm. I know that franchise is bigger over there. Uh, the first Shantae game came out that June, which eventually had much... Wow. I love the recent Shantae games. I'm Shantae glad they still exist. <laughs> uh, how mm-hmm. about a little game called Eternal Darkness? You guys ever hear? You hear this? You ever oh, hear yeah. this? Uh, you hear about oh, yeah. uh, Cthulhu and uh, the old Elder Gods? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that was June, and to me, I played the shit out of that game, dude. Because you had to, you had to play it like three or four playthroughs to see all the Elder Gods to get yep. the good ending. Chaturga and um, what were the other ones? Mantarok. Yeah, I mean, just so good. Like the the famous thing of it would what like making you think the game was deleting itself. And yeah, all, all the uh, what did they call them? Or, like the hallucination effects. Oh yeah, yeah the, 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 the madness, sanity the sanity stuff. stuff. Yeah, and it was like yeah. Every and, time you saw a monster, you went more insane. Yeah, and it, and it would do stuff. Although. The volume thing never worked because it did not look like my TV's volume indicator. Oh, that, sure, that one's yeah. a little bit misguided. It, it did that thing where, like, a third of the way through the game, uh, which was this was very popular at the time, that it just like you got to a point where you beat the boss and then it like fucked with you and it's just like, well, to be continued in Eternal Darkness, Sanity's mm-hmm. Redemption. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and yeah, that that whole cliffhanger ending to be continued bullshit was very popular around yeah. those years. I don't understand. Why. So that July, uh, what Cat Bailey from USG calls the best strategy game of all time on a recent episode of VGA. Warcraft 3 came out that July. Mm. Big time. There would be no World of Warcraft if Warcraft 3 hadn't taken off because that was the first yeah. one to really introduce like the heroes were like to a big follow part of a narrative. Game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that's like the last, for all intents and purposes, <laughs> like real Warcraft game, right? Yeah, yes, there has there has not been a strategy Warcraft game since then. Uh, Starcraft mm-hmm. came out. It killed the series. Uh, Starcraft Two came out after after that, and that's been their Blizzard's last big strategy game. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a little game. You guys remember Mark of Cree? Yes. That was going to be like the next big Sony game. Yeah. So that was July. August had the thing, and I heard mm-hmm. the thing brought up on a recent Fucking show. Wild. Like that, we were talking about John Carpenter, and that was another. I think Xbox exclusive. If I nope. remember correctly, that was no. on PS2 no. as well. Okay, well, Dreamcast. Okay. And you know what I'm thinking of is the Butcher Bay, the Chronicles of Riddick. Theme yes, was that Xbox was Xbox exclusive because that's the same producer. Uh, Pete is a, is a guy I oh, used Pete. to work with right, at Vivendi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone knows Pete. Everyone knows Pete. Uh-huh. Um, and then some Super Monkey Ball Two came out that August. Super Mario uh, Sunshine. Uh, if you're one of the Sunshine haters, I don't fucking want to hear it. Don't at me. I loved Sunshine. I really enjoyed that title. Uh, a series that's no longer around that was huge for a few years. Uh, Burn brightly and then flamed out. SOCOM U.S. Navy SEALs came out. The first SOCOM game came came mm. out in August. Uh, and then we had Oof. the first Mafia game, which became a nice. thing. Onimusha 2. They tried to bring back Turok. Did not work. Like I said, I'm saying warts and all. Uh, how about the only good Buffy the Vampire Slayer game mm. <laughs> came out this year? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> that was like for the time being. Yeah, I really love good. the animation of when you would flip over the werewolves and stab yeah. them in the heart. Like, mm-hmm. just, oh, yeah. It was such a like 
this game's animations are whatever, and then they mocapped this thing at 4,000 frames a second, and like <laughs> they spent all the budget on just stabbing werewolves in the heart. So there's a lot of strong like with, September with like games. like a silver stake or I'm going to build up to my favorite, though. Um, so Burnout 2 is September. Super Mario Advance Yoshi's Island for the GBA came out. Uh, no One Lives Forever 2, which is kind of a forgotten franchise, but I loved it. It was like the 60s psychedelic spy shooter oh, game. It's fantastic, and it's fucking the, lost. The I love first that Robotech game to ever actually make it out, Robotech Battlecry, came out. Mm-hmm. Tekken 4 was out, uh, one of the highest rated games of that year. Uh, Sly Cooper and the Thievius Raccoonus. God damn, uh, hell yeah. That yeah. September. Uh, how about a little thing called Castlevania Harmony of Dissonance came out in September? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What? Uh, how about um, this? Um, even among the GBA ones, it's like the third best. <laughs> we're kicking off. Juice to Belmont. Everyone loves him, right? We're just about to hit the third version, but Kingdom Hearts came out that se- September 2002. Yeah, yes, I choose one. this the year. Uh, and then my f- personal favorite of September. Animal Crossing. There you go. The first Animal Crossing. Most mm. expensive GameCube virtual console of all time. Fucking Animal Crossing. Um, following up in October, we got Contra Sharded Soldier, Tony Hawk 4, Red Faction 2, which uh, immediately kicked it up a yeah. notch. Yeah. Uh, we have <laughs> Suicoden 3, Wild Arms 3. That's the month we had GTA Vice City. So that October, mm-hmm. uh, Blood Rain came out in October as well. <laughs> so like I said, I'm telling you the bad things as well. Uh, but Metal- that doesn't make a strong case no, for the no, year. I have to just... <laughs> no, you don't! It got hyped up! Uh, Metal, Gear Solid 2, best ones. Metal Gear Solid 2 Substance, the Xbox uh, version, which was great because it had all the VR missions. And skateboarding. <laughs> yes. Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> the first Ratchet and Clank game was that November. Um, Shinobi. They tried to relaunch Shinobi. <sighs> Mecha Salt. Metroid Prime. I've been leading up to this for yeah, you to it's talk great. all about Metroid Prime, right? Because we know it's great. Love- it's amazing. Uh, it's still one of my probably top five games. Of came all out time. same day as Metroid Fusion. They yeah. both came out on the same first Metroid yeah. game in eight years. Resident Evil Zero killed my GameCube. Um, BMX Triple X is an awful game. Thank I shouldn't you. Even Kingdom Hearts <laughs> BMX Triple X, and I'm done. Desert Island I, game. I know a lot of people don't like this. I love Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance. Was this year as well? Uh, Splinter Cell was introduced in 2002. Wow. Uh, Dead to Rights, a forgotten franchise, but was big at the time. Mm-hmm. Star Wars Bounty Hunter was a GameCube exclusive. You guys remember okay. Steel Battalion or the three hundred dollar oh, yes. control yes. panel needed to? Control? I really, I feel like you're doing an LFO song at this point. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, this is like listing the games of 2002. No, this is this. These are just the big ones. That's it. That's it for my list of like big games or big things that everyone was talking. Dude, hmm. Steel, Steel Battalion might not have been like a great game. But you can't deny, like, the press covered the shit out of that game because it was yeah. so novel at the time. It, basically, it shipped with a cockpit to control. Mm-hmm. But is is that what would make me choose it as one of the three <laughs> greatest game, uh, years of all time? All right. 2002 strong is what I'm saying. I, would, I think Sly Cooper would have put Brett over. Yeah. That, that's no, all Sly, Cooper, Sly Cooper and, and Metroid Cro- Prime are, and, and, yeah, Animal, Animal Crossing, Crossing are all very, like, very so strong. All but, but I'm guessing I'm the only 2002 guy in here. All right. Yeah, I didn't have it. I'm going to throw a wrench in all your old fogies' favorites and say 2017. Also on my list. Is a yeah, fucking man. amazing year. Okay, it's the year. Do you the, just do you just like when things are plugged into the wall? Yes, <laughs> I do all the time. Uh, the switch launch. The year so the there's switch. your your plugged into the wall thing <laughs> no, out the window. The switch was Mr. <laughs> Smart Guy. Uh, it's got a charge. <laughs> no, it doesn't. By the way, the switch officially announced and launched that year. Same, yes, same year. Well, we we I heard mean, about it as the Nintendo was, NS. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah with de- that is Breath reveal. of the Wild, which is yes. like my favorite. Breath, Breath of the Wild best sold the game since Ocarina of Time, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Super Mario Mar- Odyssey in wow. the same year. Splatoon two, mm. Arms, Puyo Puyo Tetris, Mario Kart eight Deluxe, mm-hmm. Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. 
Yep. Just all on that one system You're like that gesturing that directly at me. I am. I'm pointing at you. You're my focus for He's this segment. He's got his finger in his trillium. Me- medium take. I think the, the Switch will become the first console that will never have a year that beats its launch year. Yeah, we'll that's see. Insane. We'll see. Those, those are a lot of great exclusives for yeah. like for like less than nine months. Well, mm-hmm. you want to talk about more great exclusives. Horizon Zero Dawn. Yep. Yakuza Zero. Yep. Heard of it. Yep. Neo. Infinite. Yeah, Neo, Night in the Woods. Well, I've got a whole list here. Resident Evil 7, which I already mentioned. Sonic Mania. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hollow Knight. Near mm-hmm. Automata. Mm-hmm. Ghost Recon Wildlands. Persona 5. The Sexy Brutal, which I think I'm the might be the only one in this group who's played it. Mm. Uh, Wonder yes. Boy, the, the Dragon's <laughs> Trap. Yep, yep, the Wonder Boy. Yeah. Uh, what remains of Edith Finch? Oh my God! Prey, so Injustice Two, mm-hmm. Overcooked, Nidhog Two, Undertale, Uncharted, The Lost Legacy. Hey, Actually, no, up. wait, uh, no. Un- you're right. Undertale was 2015. I got that yeah. wrong. Yeah. But well, delete, con- delete. no, the PlayStation version of Undertale came out that year. Oh, okay. Strike yeah. it from the list. Yes, it is struck. Doesn't count if it's a re-release. Is it Homestuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's hive swapped. Um, Uncharted: The Lost Legacy, though. Yep. Uh, Yakuza Kiwami, same yes. year yes. as Yakuza Zero. Destiny Two. Yes, yes, fuck yes, stop. Yes, hard stop. Destiny Two, amazing game. Still playing mm-hmm. it. Just picked. I'm back on my bullshit. Everybody, Destiny Two, <laughs> one of the greatest games ever created. Fight me. Anyway, please mm-hmm. continue. Uh, Dishonored: Death of the Outsider. Mm-hmm. Middle Earth: Shadow of War. The Evil Within Two. Assassin's Creed Origins. Wolfenstein Two: The mm-hmm. New Colossus. Star Wars: Battlefront Two. Ease Eight. Brett. Great. Yeah. Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice. Yeah. Pyre. Okay, Gravity awesome. Rush Two. Uh, 3DS had Metroid: Samus Returns, which okay, but it was a new Metroid. That's something. Uh, Xbone had <laughs> Cuphead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, Cuphead. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> PC had uh, PUBG. Yep. Uh, Divinity: Original Sin 2. XCOM 2: War of the Chosen. West of Loathing, which I still haven't played, and on mobile, Super Mario Run. Oh shit! How about Ooh. you? You mentioned PUBG. This is the year Fortnite. Let me, let me pull my microphone off the stand so I can drop, drop it. it. Yeah. No, no. Mm-hmm. So PUBG. Now, Michael, I, I I chose 2019 because I backed off of 2017. I really? I was I that was, I wanted that to be my dark horse, but then like I was like, there's too much stuff to talk about. I'm gonna try. 20. <laughs> you, I, mean, I the reason I thought twice about 17 is I was like, you want to give these years a few years to breathe to see how no! bad they were. But 2017, I feels long enough now. It was you, fucking awesome. So you mentioned PUBG. You forgot that was also Fortnite. Like two two of the biggest games. Out there right now, both came out. So Fortnite, true, in, in yes. early, both in early access. Eventually, PUBG would do full release that year. Uh, but so yeah, Fortnite had a slower start, but it did release that year. Did you mention Prey? The Prey, yes. Prey remake. Okay, you did. Uh, you did mention Friday the Thirteenth. Hello, I I that did. was Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. Um, and then on the VR side, I think Star Trek Bridge Crew just like deserves some recognition as a game where you get you get to basically pretend you are piloting mm. a Star Trek vessel and. Um, this Dan, you might just appreciate this. I don't know that the game is good, but just the fact that the urban legend of Polybius came true in VR <laughs> that year is is kind of cool. Uh, Tekken I don't Seven. Know what you're talking about? And uh, my lawyer suggests I say nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> Tekken Seven, Monument Valley Two, one of the follow ups to one of the best mobile games around. Really Monument Valley. I didn't know there was a uh, second one. Dead by Daylight was also right around oh, Friday yeah. the Thirteenth. Yeah. Um, Crash Bandicoot: The Insane Trilogy for for all those people who are nostalgic about Crash. Sorry about you. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy XII, Zodiac Age, like the the definitive way to play that game right. also came out. The Zodiac Killer, the Ted Cruz game. That, Got it. That's right. That's, oh, that's right. coming to Switch soon, isn't it? I guess so, yeah. Um, 
for me, I love Life is Strange, so I was very excited about Before the Storm, which was the follow-up. Mm. That also came out that year. And I think, oh, Steam World, Steam World Dig 2, which everyone loves. It's one of the it favorites is really of the good. Steam World uh, yep. thing. And then, Daniel, like this, Pinball FX3 launched in that in 2017 as well. That is a significant upgrade. It was the first time that they said, you know what, let's make Pinball an ecosystem. Mm. And I, it's, it's brilliant. So uh, what you forgot uh, one small Switch title, Golf Story, which is w- mm. still one of my favorite Switch games yeah, to this I day. Um, a ton of Danganronpa games came out. I felt like mm. there was like 10 Danganronpa games that came eh, out. In don't count them unless they came out that year. But did V3 come out that year? I think it did, okay. yes. Uh, yeah, Star Fox so. 2 technically came out because you <laughs> forgot to mention this was the year the SNES Classic also mm. launched was 2017. So yeah. also a great year for nostalgia fans. Um, you mentioned Odyssey. EDF 4.1 was also super strong. And then it wasn't as good as Mario Run, but I like Animal Crossing. And I know people don't like Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, but it is a nice little short session Animal Crossing game that is still important to me. So, yeah, 2017 uh, is big. At the time, though, we were kind of saying, like, this this could be one of the best gaming years of all time. Yeah. I think it's Michael's entries. Michael's entry, both of yours. It's, it's on my list as well. And then we said Persona, okay. Persona Five also. Yeah. Just, that, yes. that year started off so strong, where it was mm-hmm. like Horizon Zero Dawn and Persona Five, and we're like, how can this year get any better? Yeah. Well, and, and Resident cl- Evil Seven, which well, was right. fucking amazing. And then it closes out with well, Mario Odyssey. Well, Zelda like, oh, was that. right. Zelda was like Zelda a was week Mar- after Horizon. Yes. 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 Uh, and then Nier was like a week after that or yes. whatever. Yes. Uh, it was that was yeah. a, an amazing year to be an open world fan, which I am a huge open world. Fan. I can tolerate one a year, <laughs> and well, too bad you get five. And I and that year I still platinumed Horizon, hundred uh, something hours into Breath of the Wild, and yeah. then Nier finished all the million endings. Like yeah. they they yeah. were all three. Those three alone make the year for me. Night in yep. the Woods also is such a, an amazing side scroller. So yeah, and Py- you brought you mentioned Pyre. Oh, I love eight. Pyre. You got to play Pyre. Space yeah. Space Ultimate Frisbee is a great game. Uh, so is it back to me? Yeah. Yes, it is. is oh, wait, yeah. is Easy Eight Lacrimosa of Dana? Or That's is that- the one. Ah, nice. <laughs> I remembered the uh, subtitle. But East Eight yeah. is uh, one. The soundtrack we covered it on VG Empire. It's Flippin' amazing, and it's if you're ever gonna play one, just to like humor me, East Eight's the one you should play. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, so we did '94, which yeah. was Dan's and uh, overlapped with mine, and then I did right. '01, so I only have one left, and I made just to ensure that 1998 is in here. Okay, uh, I Thank chose God. 1998. Uh, that was that's also my remaining year. <laughs> Great, yay! Um, Anyone so, else for '98? I'm just writing this down. So the obvious ones off the top of my head, immediately when you think 98, you think Ocarina of Time, you think Metal Gear Solid, yes, Banjo-Kazooie, uh, Pokemon launching on the Game Boy and Game Boy Color, the Game Boy Color launch itself. Um, I think I said Banjo-Kazooie already. No, you, you, <laughs> you just, did, and I just, just want to, like, the reason why I didn't, I I'm didn't not, talk I'm not, about it is, because I'm going out of, I, I jumped around <laughs> my list. It was like literally one entry. <laughs> I'm like... Because I immediately started looking down. I'm like, wait, did I skip something? It, it, this this year is did weird. Did I say Banjo Kazooie? Every, every, <laughs> every platform had its its like platform defining game in, in almost the same year in 1998. Yeah, and yeah, yes. so yeah, this yeah. the summer alone, and, it was like it was insane. It, P, PS1 invented the stealth genre twice, basically first oh, with true. Tenchu, yeah. then with Metal Gear Solid. Mm. Uh, um, this was kind of the year. I want to just want to say personally, this was the year that sort of made me as that forged me into Wikiparas because this is the year I got not just a PlayStation 1 but also uh, a uh, CD burner. 
So, <laughs> I built up such an amazing knowledge of them. I was not expecting that follow-up to the PS1. <laughs> uh, so, Banjo-Kazooie... Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> So, Ocarina of Time, Metal Gear Solid, Banjo-Kazooie, uh, F-Zero X, which uh-huh. was, there hadn't been an F-Zero yep. in seven a- years. F-Zerox. F-Zerox. Yes. Yes. But again, to have a 60 FPS, absolutely wild and out F-Zero game was exactly my kind of shit. Uh, Resident Evil 2, very timely. The original StarCraft, Panzer Dragoon Saga, Grim Fandango, Tekken 3 coming to PS1, which at the time they were like... Oh, two was pretty much pretty much you know for a casual player it's arcade perfect you can be like yeah it's fine but three was the oh they actually there's no way they can make three work on a PS one yeah. this machine's too old and they did it and it was such a market improvement from even how two looked because mm-hmm. two looked better than one and three looked so much better than two and it was outrageous where was tag tournament in in all of that oh, was that between the it's two one okay it's 01. a PS two launch game okay which actually yeah. should have been it's in very my, strong. <laughs> Sorry, it's 2000. Yeah, it's okay, a PS2 okay. launch game. Yeah. Uh, Tekken 3, Xenogears, Final Fantasy Tactics, mm-hmm. Half-Life, Jesus. Marvel vs. Capcom, Ooh. Baldur's Gate, Spyro the Dragon, Street Fighter Alpha 3, mm. Mystical Ninja 64, which was Ocarina before Ocarina, mm-hmm. uh, in a totally goofy, but like... To prove, yeah, you can do a 3D open world. Yeah. And, and we did it six months before And you. voiced songs. Yeah. That game is so... In the best possible way, stupid. One of the mm-hmm. best yes, in-game absolutely. songs we played. Oh, yeah. We played in uh-huh. our listening party. It's so good. And then uh, Fallout Two, and then uh, just for pure hype behind the scenes, the Dreamcast launches in Japan. So, mm-hmm. uh, yes. so we were all hearing about it. Yeah. So yeah. at that point, we have dial-up internet, so we at least know, like, oh my god. Yeah. But yeah, 1998 was absolutely bonkers. Did so. you say Suicoden Two already? No, I didn't. Because that's yeah, Suicoden Two, huge one. Uh, this was also around the time the Saturn started its death throes in the yeah. U.S. So this is when they came out with like that last crop of really good games. Burning Rangers, House of the Dead, Panzer Dragoon Saga, yeah. Shining Force 3, uh, yeah, yeah, Radiant yeah. Silver Gun, I think, came out. Uh, don't oh, I didn't wow. put House of the Dead because it's like the worst version of House of the Dead. I know. Two is way better. But don't come. <laughs> don't well, come. I mean, even even among House of the Dead ports, the Saturn one is like... Mm. Yeah, do, do we have time to dwell on Zelda Ocarina of Time at all? Uh, because uh, I mean, it was... It was it, it, I abs- mean, many people consider it the best game of all time. I mean, time. it was impossibly important back then, yeah. and it set the stage for the next 10 years of Zelda games, but even when Breath of the Wild came out and we when we were doing Laser Time full-time at the time... Lots a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, my spiel about why I loved Breath of the Wild so much was Breath of the Wild finally breaking out of this template that Link to the Past starts. Mm-hmm. Ocarina, perf- you know, I wouldn't say perfected, but just transitioned flawlessly into 3D. And then yep. every Zelda game after that, that's not a one-off weirdo like Majora's Mask in a good way. Yeah. Uh, or like the the you know Spirit Tracks or whatever. It's all trying to mimic that formula, and Breath of the Wild was the first one to be like, no, we're just Zelda 1 again. You can kind of go out of order. You can kind of do whatever you want. There's a preferred order, but we're not going to tell you, and there's no real hand-holding going on, and you just got to play and figure it out. To me, why I loved Dark Souls, and this isn't some lame, it's the Dark Souls of whatever. I mean, spiritually, and how Mm. I feel as a player, Dark Souls was Zelda 1. It was... You got to talk to your friends. You yep. got to read about it. You got to play it and immerse yourself in the world and figure out how everything connects. Mm-hmm. And that's the fun of the game, not just collecting three pendants so you can go to the dark world. Mm-hmm. Like, I love Link to the Past and I loved Ocarina of Time, especially when it came out here. So I know we don't want to diminish the game that we're trying to prop up here. But at the time, 
Ocarina, why it was important was we already had Mario 64, which was, hey, we're going to go ahead and kind of invent 3D platforming and perfect it in one game. Mm -hmm. And Ocarina was, well, what are they going to do with Zelda? And how do you make that work? And at the time, this was unbelievable. Uh, the Hyrule Overworld didn't feel like a fishbowl with uh, you know props set up to make it yep. look like you're in a whatever. But in 1998 on a tube TV, nothing else came close. When you ride riding your horse oh, yeah. through, through the hy- mm. uh, so real quick personal anecdote. So I bought an N64. I think 96 w- w- when it came out. I get, I, it was one of those where I really really wanted it and I, I didn't get like the first wave or whatever. But I kind of after that, so it was okay. I you know played Mario sixty four ninety seven. Okay, I played some Golden Eye, you mm-hmm. know. But then I was I had almost written the N sixty four off as a system. Just it, I mean, people who had that at the time were you knew like releases were sort of few and far between for N sixty four. It was sparse and and, yeah. and but but Ocarina oh. of Time was the title that basically saved that system for me because I I had I. Had, Literally after I bought my N64, I'm like, you know what? I, I need a PlayStation because like, mm-hmm. all the bigger games are coming to PlayStation. Yeah, absolutely. That's the title that actually kind of saved the N64 for me and yeah. brought me back and playing again. But it was, it was to me, I would still say it's my favorite Zelda title. Like when I think of, like if you ask me, like think of playing a Zelda game, that's my first, my first memory will be Ocarina of Time. My second would be the original Legend of Zelda mm-hmm. when it came out on NES. But I, that's just the first thing I think of is riding through Hyrule Field sure. on my horse. Like yeah, that's yeah. that's Zelda to me. That and I love the final confrontation with Ganondorf and when he becomes Ganon. Like of I got, I remember like, I got yeah. chills with that because it's like the whole time I'm like, what is this weird humanoid? He's supposed to be a giant pig monster. Why? Why is he a man? And Zelda Laser Link. <laughs> so this week's Laser uh, Time, we have that clip again. It's uh, fun to revisit. But yeah, I, I mean, it, it took. Link to the Past was, you know, it, it gets accolades deservedly so for like using environmental sounds and the, how it opens with the rainstorm and, and things that the NES couldn't do, but mm-hmm. to set the atmosphere or you know to use the, the the sound chip and the advanced graphics options at the time to tell a story kind of in between the lines. Ocarina was them trying to like be a little bit more overt with the storytelling, but to see these characters treated this way, Link, Zelda, Ganon was incredible and this final confrontation at the top of that tower and then it crumbles like all that was amazing and the the dungeons were so much more like they had always been vertical with multiple floors but you couldn't really you had to mentally conceptualize oh i'm on the seventh floor but i'm not really it's all flat this was the first time you felt the height or the depth of things oh yeah and to the detriment of the water temple uh man it's it's it's, they fixed it it's fixed in the remake it was better um, but yeah, so it was. It's hard to ignore how important it was, and it's obviously for millions of people. It's the Final Fantasy VII of the N sixty four. It's yes, a game that absolutely. introduced them to a brand, to a genre, mm-hmm. and to a platform. I think, but I think when people talk about nineteen ninety eight being the best year for games of all time, this is probably the first game that comes to their mind, and this is probably the first yeah, thing. They I think, think. 100%. The, co- the combination of this and Metal Gear I would only Solid with you like, in that. In that, yeah. there, I think there are like ten games in nineteen ninety eight. That come to people's mind when you say, "What's the best game of all?" I mean, RE two yeah. is a ma- is obviously a huge yeah, sure. one. Half Half Life, Fallout two, Thief the Dark Project, Half Unreal, two, Rainbow Six, Metal Gear Solid one, Starcraft. Uh, like it's insane. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would put personally, it's just 
No one else would put Body Harvest on there, but I did. I love. Body I would Harvest because there. that that was uh, before Zelda came out. That was like the closest N sixty four had come to like an open world game, and yep. it was the predecessor to GTA three. Yep. In that, like, yeah, you were this little dude and you ran around and you could get into different vehicles. Yep. And it's not a very good game. I but, mean, it's it's but underrated. I, but it, I love. I yeah. I forced myself to like it because I looked so <laughs> forward to the idea of. There's like 400 art- automobiles in this. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And you just run Including around. Including Model Ts and blow, tractors. <laughs> and you just blow up giant bugs yeah. in old cars. Uh-huh. And it's like, this is this rules. But you can tell the things they learned from that are why GTA 3 exists. Yes. Um, but I wouldn't put that as a reason why because, you know, it's, I mean, not, it's not great. But it's it's important. I great like to you. It. It's great to you. And so, yeah. why it's Who still has, has one left to, to do? One year left to do at this point. Um, I, I, I still I'm, have two. I'm, I'm fresh years. out. All right. Chris, I only see you with one year. What what was your... I have one year. You have, let's let Dan go first. Yeah. I can I can loop back. Dan, please. Okay. Well, um, I, 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 now I, I feel silly. Um, <laughs> but my, my second strongest year is 2007, mm. primarily yes, based on... Me, Di- Daniel, me too. On Assassin's Creed. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> mm. TM. Uh, yeah, primarily based on the software. Like some, of, I did? some of my years are here because of <laughs> other things that were going on as well. But uh, real quick, the, the, the big hits. Yes, Assassin's Creed. Uh, Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare, Bioshock, Rock Band, Guitar Hero 3, Mass Effect, Hero 3, Uncharted 1, Virtual Fighter 5, Super Mario Galaxy. The first oh, wait, time wait. that Mario and Sonic finally got together in a game, got Mario be- and Sonic at the Olympic Games. Which After I believe years out- outsold of- Super Mario Galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> After years of mean-spirited rumors being passed around by EGM. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can unlock Sonic in uh, in this Mario game if you uh, if you stare at the wall for 15 hours. <laughs> and now uh, they're going to throw a shot put together. Yeah. I know, right? Uh, oddly, this is one of the... Uh, before Activision took over, this was the year that there were two Guitar Hero games. Because Guitar Hero 2 yep. came to Xbox 360 oh, yeah. early in that year. Uh, the that, Darkness, what guitar a was great first-person shooter. That white one? Mm-hmm. What was the, the that Exploder? was the White Explorer. Explorer. Yes. The White Explorer. Right. And then Guitar Hero 3, which I think I had listed, Dan, I think it's the, the best-selling Guitar Hero game of all time. It is. It's, it is actually and, the first game to make a billion dollars. Yeah, at its time, it was the fastest game in history to make a billion dollars. I yeah. think a Mario title might have... Sur- I think it beat a Mario title. I, I was about to think the guitar was called like the Flying J, but then I remembered like I think that's a chain of convenience. It was, wasn't it the guitar Kurt Cobain? Don't Google the Flying J. You're thinking oh, of the Circle K. I'm going to yeah, kill all of you maybe. as a big guitar. Uh, Dan, Dan and I are like talking <laughs> about guitars. I'm like, wait, wasn't that Kurt Cobain's guitar, the Explorer? I want to say no. Okay. Well, his his no. was the, uh, the the Gibson Exploder. No, too soon, motherfucker. Uh, too there were three uh, notable cult hits on consoles and handhelds: Hotel Dusk, Room 215. Oh, loved Hotel Dusk. That's yeah. really good. Uh, Overlord, which was one of my favorites, yes, where you I played loved, the bad guy and yeah. you and you oh, commanded yeah. all the minions. Oh. That wasn't a suicide uh, joke, by the way. And one that <laughs> I know that's, was, that's right. that wasn't <laughs> my intention. <laughs> all right. uh, minions and Loco Roco with with the Overlord. Fuck Loco Roco. Loco Roco oh, on yeah. PSP, Dude. which which was really fun. Ba-ba. I thought that was a six. Uh, no, I think I I had it down as 07. I could be wrong, but it doesn't matter because you know what else fucking came out? Maybe What's a demo. Yeah. Portal. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh Portal. shit. Oh yeah. Oh, the the entire orange box came out in 2007. Wow. And Portal. With what else, Daniel? I have all these notes. I'm dying to. Talk oh uh, yeah, Half Half Life Episode Two. No, uh, Team Fortress Two Team Fortress launches. Two launches with this the orange year. box. Yeah. Yeah. And basically buoys Steam for ten years. Yeah. Uh, Peggle. 
Peggle. Really? Which Hell was yeah. Yeah, wow, Peggle yeah. was just like it, people wanted to play Dude, nothing I, else. It was like I am so hard after up for Bejeweled, Peggle. One of this the big... is so weird. I was just thinking this morning about playing Peggle in World of Warcraft. Do you remember when they oh, had that? I in finished the game? that. <laughs> you did. <laughs> oh wow! I it's I, funny. Yeah, yeah. I played it's every Peggle that World exists. Of Warcraft. Because the first expansion, Burning Crusade, came out oh, that yeah. year. That was so a lot of people that had gone away came back, and they were oh, like, "Oh yeah. wait, you fixed a lot of stuff since and, and you added the Outworld, right? You added Dra- was Draenor, was that- yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, um, whole new whole Unreal new Tournament area. Three, which I still think is a horribly underappreciated game. Which one? Yeah. UT Three, uh, Unreal uh, Tournament Three. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, and then, of course, how would we benchmark PCs without Crisis? Oh, Can shit. it run Crisis? In other stuff, I I thought this, like, XBLA did not launch on Xbox 360, but this was the year that they really figured out, hey, I think this digital distribution thing can work not on PCs. Daniel, Daniel, I gathered gathered notes. This is the year they undid their stupid data cap. Oh, is it? At the end of last year. And uh, we were not only that we were launched this year in response to how well XBLA was doing. Wasn't this the first year of Summer of Arcade? Because I, I want to say Summer of Arcade I was oh six. Okay, Summer of Arcade okay. was when they made an event. But then this is the year that they were like, okay, the new games come out every week on Wednesday, and it gave them this great thing to talk about. And some of those XBLA games that came out, Pac-Man Championship Edition, oh, Every Extend fuck. Extra Extreme, Undertow, which was a fantastic 16-player game. Oh, wow. uh, oh, yeah. When nobody they else eventually was gave it, it away for free for like a, a like a week long out. Yeah, I for a while. Uh, board games, Carcassonne and Catan. This is the first place I played Carcassonne. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, which you know, so like I, that was a revelation to me. Like, oh my god, board games really work on consoles. Uh, Alien Hominid HD, Castlevania Sympathy of the Night came out, uh, and uh, and then you know, just like a shitload of old arcade games. But it was kind of nice to have Galaga again. You know, sure. stuff like that. Was Castle Crashers later? Yeah, I believe it was. What else did you have on on yours? For, I have for a 07? ton. Uh, yeah. I have a ton. Uh, I cherry picked the, the orange books. Orange box is a huge deal. I put. I have a title. I have a, a field for sequels, uh, just to show how important this year was. And I, I wanted to make sure I didn't focus on only my nostalgia, but objective, raw truth. In terms of sequels, Earth Defense Force 2017. Mm-hmm. This is that's the joke. That's very subjective to me. But, but also Command and Conquer amazing. Three, probably the last. Big console, maybe ever Command and Conquer before they abandoned it for mobile. Metal Slug Anthology, God of War 2, Metroid Prime 3, Contra 4 uh, for DS, Mm. Forza 2, Mortal Kombat Armageddon, which before Mortal Kombat was relaunched was a really great package. That really was. Mortal Kombat has ever been. Persona 3, Tomb Raider Anniversary solidifies Crystal Dynamics as taking over developing that series for the next decade. Sam and Max come back via Telltale, the people who made it. Super Mario Galaxy. And in terms of introductions of franchises this year, as Dan mentioned, Portal, Bioshock, Mass Effect launches this year, Skate, Peggle, Etrian Odyssey, The Darkness, Dirt, Odin Sphere, Uncharted, The Witcher are all introduced this year. God damn. And to cap it all off, and this is things that I didn't necessarily like uh, play as much as most people listening, Call of Duty... Modern Warfare, but in addition to that, Halo 3, which I still yeah. think oh, is wow. the best. It's the pinnacle totally of that series, yeah. <laughs> it is the best uh, package yeah. in all of gaming. Yes. It is the best it was a ton of fun. thing that's ever I mean, been released. pirate ships alone. Fire ships are so good. Um, there's one there's, there's, other footnote to this year that I thought was interesting. Uh, remember uh, Shiny Entertainment? And remember yeah. The Collective? Mm-hmm. 
They got scooped up and renamed as Amazon Game Studios. And it's oh, not shit. because of what Amazon Game Studios has developed since, because they've got some clunkers like anybody does. It's the fact yeah. that somebody as big as Amazon goes, we got to get into gaming. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you know, they did it by acquisition, but they're like, boom, we got we got a stake in this. What, gaming? No, we haven't been sleeping. It's only 2007. I think Amazon should have been into it before that. But the fact that somebody at Amazon's level is like, oh, no, we're going to take this so seriously. We're going to take people that have done good stuff and, and make it. I, I feel like that's kind of like, oh, shit, now people that buy stock are taking notice, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that, that's my takeaway is... This is the, my number one choice, 07, because mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not the year of my favorite games by any stretch of the imagination, but it's like there's no new hardware released. It's just raw games. Yeah. Uh, we ro- Rock Band in particular. So, we had so much trouble this year. I remember being at OXM at this time, and we were just like, we were flummoxed. We had like, how the fuck do we choose game of the year? And, it, it, like, most of us spent our Christmas holidays and Thanksgiving holidays playing each other's favorite games. Because, you know, one person did Mass Effect, another person did Bioshock, another person did Rock Band. Like, we all, granted, we, we ha- if you guys remember, we had a Rock Band room. Oh, yeah. He yeah. turned yes, the closet uh, into the Rock Band uh, room. Uh, the, uh, the Greengrass and High Tides Memorial <laughs> Studio. <laughs> That's right. But there were just Fucking so yeah, many in- incredible experiences that were, like... This may be the strongest year of gaming we've ever seen, it and we was, all just sort of looked at each other yeah. like we are living in charmed times. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. I, you know, I mean, again, part of it was that staff and the way that we interacted. But I remember, like, that's what led me to this. I was like, what was that year that we yeah. said was like yeah. unbelievable? And I think, it, and it was this year. So and there I'm was like, yeah, there was a big corporate thing that happened this year that affected me personally. I was working at Vivendi Games at the time. That December is when the announcement was made that Vivendi and Activision were merging. Mm. Oh, and that's that, right. that was the acquisition. I remember waking up and just seeing that news and like calling on my coworkers, like, "What's going on?" I eventually ended up going over to Activision as part of that mm. and working on Guitar Hero, and that's where Dan and I met. Is, oh, is it, yeah. Activision? So, and I had forgotten that mm-hmm. until we re-met at Ubisoft, and you're like, "Don't you remember?" And I'm like. Who are you again? <laughs> you mean uh, my I'm Dan Emmerich. Yeah, Who like, the hell are you? <laughs> oh, you're, oh, you're that Matt Allen. Yes. Okay, because yes. there's like 100,000 Matthew there, Allen. There's, there's I mean, specifically a few it. in video games, actually. There, yeah. one of, <laughs> there was one at Monolith for a while. So, hmm. mm. uh, Yeah, that's so, really yeah. strong. That is a strong yeah, year. So that's both you and Chris. Dan, I only have you down for two years. Did you have one more? He's got one I more. have my number one pick. Does anybody Ooh. else have anything else? Uh, no, everyone else is down three. Yeah. I'm fresh right. out. This is going to be exactly what you think it is. Yes! Brett, what do you what do you think is whatever your pitfall one came, came out? <laughs> whatever your pitfall came out? 1981. <laughs> I'm going to say it's 1981. <laughs> no, I hate to say this, but Chris is absolutely right. 1982, Woo! the year that pitfall came out. Is it Pac-Man fever year? I was one off. Now, Come on. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually, this was one of the ones where I thought I was going to go 81. And then when I saw 82, because 81 is Galaga. And I still feel that Galaga is probably the most important shooter after Space Invaders. Because yeah. so many people went, oh, you can do a lot with this. I love But Galaga. yes, it, on the 2600 alone, Ugh. Pitfall, Yars Revenge, nice. Demon Attack, mm-hmm. River Raid, Mega Mania, also one of the best Space Invaders clones, Star Master... A, a my my dark horse pick is Turmoil, which was a seventeen year old Mark Turmel, way pre NBA Jam, child like prodigy, doing the game, uh, doing a twenty six hundred version that basically was Tempest since Tempest never came out. 
It's still my f- number one favorite 2600 game of Tim- all time. Tempest came out on Jaguar, didn't it? Hello. His name was Mark. Uh, Mark Tem- yeah, his name is Mark. This is Turmoil? Mark, Mark Turmel did a game <laughs> called Turmoil. Isn't that great? Turmel by um, the sea. But this, imagine being in high school and going, yeah, I can make a 2600 game and yeah, doing it and getting 20th Century Fox wow. yeah. games to produce your game. Um, it's also a year of three or four, maybe even five, very infamous 2600 games. Again, going with quality primarily, but I can't mention 1982 without the first chapter of Sword Quest Earthworld, which ah, was going yeah. to be this four-game scavenger hunt, mixed-media, DC right. comics, mm-hmm. like Atari was going to blow your mind, and they're going to give away $25,000 in jewels with every game, and then the four people that win those games are going to play for $100,000 in a solid gold sword, and Earthworld was <laughs> not fun. <laughs> uh, but we wouldn't have the greatest of, movie of all time without it. We wouldn't have Ready with, Player One without that, that game. That game kick-started Absolutely. Ernest Klein's career. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, the worst game of all time is, of course, in popular culture, everybody believes it is E.T. E.T. Exactly. Mm-hmm. E.T. came out in 1982. Which, also, if Raiders you play that game with Ark, a fact, it's not that bad. Once you figure out it's what's going not on. That bad. Yeah, yeah, once you, once you understand Atari it. Games. Mm-hmm. Um, but Chase the, the first wagon. pornographic console games came out mm-hmm. in 1982. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, they did. The, Custer's Revenge, uh, yes! Bachelor Party, and also the fair, let's let's be honest, the female game, just in case there were any females that wanted to play a pornographic 2600 game, Bachelorette Party, oh. uh, which was basically the reskin. And, of course, the Kaboom clone uh, about masturbation and catching oh the cum God. in your oh, mouth. Yeah. Oh, it's beat him and eat him. So it really is like if a six-year-old oh. designed a pornographic oh, listen, game. If the system now, again, has something called a joystick for the controller, the, the copy right. sort of writes uh-huh. itself. Those are not not there because they're good games. They're there because they're unusual yeah. games that led to, like, that people started to see games in a different way. Sure. The can, Swedish erotica line, as if we're to right. believe that Swedes are designing these horrible things. <laughs> right. Wasn't there, like, one with, like, a knight that saves a girl from a, a princess from a dragon and then fucks her? Yeah, I believe there was. And I'm trying to think of what the name of that one was, because it's a terrible it pun. It really doesn't matter. Dragon's yeah, Lair. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's Dragon's Lair. Uh, you guys didn't Dragon see that, that no. <laughs> yeah. like, Oh, nice. God, nice. damn. Uh, Good one, Dan. I never... Uh, over on Intellivision, the first uh, uh, Advanced Dungeons & Dragons console game. Oh, wow. Which, and that was the system seller for Intellivision. They'll tell you it was baseball. They'll tell you it was Astro Smash. Fuck that. People wanted to play AD&D. Uh, I left one 2600 game out because it was so special. The very first Star Wars licensed game... Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back, a Defender clone that is still super fucking fun to play today and and super challenging. Really fun. You play you play in a snowspeeder and you fly back and forth mm-hmm. and you're hitting weak spots uh, on uh, AT-AT walkers before they reach the end of the level. It's actually a really well-designed game and it's worth ch- uh, hunting down. Over on computers, Choplifter. Ah, yes. yes! <laughs> One of my favorites. In- All-time favorites. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Infocom's first non-Zork game, Deadline, which was a murder mystery. Uh, so it's a text adventure, and as you're going around, uh, the the characters that you're uh, the, all the murder suspects have free will. They will move around to different rooms, so you have to find them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to find them in specific rooms. In one of them, uh, one of the suspects is in the kitchen opening a can of worms, oh. uh, which is just a fantastic in joke, you know. Uh, and I think at another one, one of them is actually preparing in the kitchen red herring. Yep. Uh, which, <laughs> Wait, which, which game great. was that? That's Deadline. Oh, okay. I was um, thinking of Moon Mist, which is similar. 
Oh yeah, Moon Mist is is good too, actually. Uh, but Microsoft Flight Simulator 1.0, oh! wow. if you can believe, which is how the, the um, guy learned to fly for the Fire Festival on Microsoft Flight Simulator. <laughs> that actually is a real thing that happens in that documentary. Oh, Christ. Uh, in Pinball, Haunted House from Gottlieb came out. That's the one that had the. Uh, the sub play field. I believe it was the first game with a sub play field where you could you could uh, set up. It, it had an upstairs, a, mi- a main area, and then like a basement. Huh. It, it was the first one that had a multi level play field. Uh, also, the infamous, but I still kind of find it fun, if somewhat pointless, Baby Pac Man, which was half arcade <laughs> game, half pinball machine. Yes. Yes. I, I just saw if you are still in San Francisco, they just added it to, at Free Gold Watch. You can play oh, it yourself. Wow. Oh, there. really? Okay, yeah, because it's it's not a good game, but it's interesting. Um, hardware that came out this year, uh, ColecoVision. Wow. The Atari 5200, not a huge success, but the first video game with a pause button on it. Oh, damn. It's got Um, two bits. The motherfucking Commodore 64. Mm. If you want to put your dick in the mashed potatoes in the home computer world, (laughs) it's that. Uh, And uh, once again, for our UK listeners, the ZX Spectrum. I was the most successful. Delete the show. Stop it. (laughs) No. Now, I, and I haven't even gotten to the arcade list yet, oh. but oh, here are in, companies that okay. were were established in 1982. Microprose, Lucasfilm Games. Oh, wow. When, when, when Lucas Before says, Lucas let's Arts. do Rescue on Fractalus, people notice. <laughs> Electronic Arts. Trip Hawkins sets up EA wow. in 1982. And, of course, those of you who know my history, uh, Llamasoft. By uh, uh, Jeff Minter <laughs> is established in 1982 as well. OXM Dan um, is his main man. Yeah, supposedly. Um, Starcade, the the game show, debuts on TBS in early 1982. The, the, they are still the doing WCW. pilots. <laughs> and a, yeah, a rarely seen pilot is shot in 1982, featuring Starcade not with Jeff Edwards, but with Alex Motherfucking Trebek. Wow, Trebek. As, so, what? What could have been? Nothing screams hip video games like Alex Trebek. Alex Trebek. Trebek. Yes. Um, Also, obviously, in the movies, Tron, the first major film about and taking place in a video game. It was a flop, but it was a huge push forward for computer graphics at the time. Three different computer graphics Uh, houses building different parts of that film. As someone who is currently in the Tron legacy level of Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance... Right, in 2019. Its legacy is uh, its legacy. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's Tron legacy. Thank you. Yeah, Tron came around. Tron is also unique because I literally I went to see Tron with my mom. We come out of the the movie, and there is the arcade game based on Tron. While Tron is in the theaters, wow. that is such an mm. incredibly hard thing for Bali Midway to pull off. And I've read the story of it, and they were just like, oh, God, yeah, like, we were given access to stuff early. Thankfully, rendering took a long time, so we were able to build stuff while they were finishing up the computer graphics. But, yeah, that was their challenge. Like, if we can't get this out day and date with the films, what's the point? Like, that was unheard of at the time with what they had to do. So, the big list for 82 in the arcades, when this is, keep in mind, this is the primary place for video games. Ms. Pac-Man... An illegal bootleg. Sexy Pac-Man. Um, Robotron 2084. Oh, man. That's one of the best And of all time. Joust from the same team. Oh. Oh. 
uh, from from the same publisher, rather, Sinistar, Moon Patrol. All four of those games are are, are Williams. Which Dan, is you're making me a Vince McMahon gift right now. <laughs> yes, I, I, I hope so. <laughs> Dig Dug. Oh man. Wow. Burger Time, which is unusual because Burger Time came out for home consoles the same year. Wow. Like, when was the last time that shit happened in arcades? Qbert, whose legacy is really Wreck-It Ralph, I understand. Mm-hmm. Popeye, which is significant because it's a Nintendo, Nintendo game, game. Yes. licensed mm-hmm. with King Features. They went to them first and said, we want to make a Popeye game. Our friend here, Shikeru Miyamoto, really loves Popeye. And they said, no. So he had to do Donkey Kong instead yes. the year before. Then Donkey Kong becomes this massive hit, and King Features is like, so you want to do a Popeye game, huh? Uh, we, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, why did we ever say no to you guys? Because you're idiots, that's why. Uh, Time Pilot, one of my favorite games, Time Pilot. Uh, Xevious came out from Namco. Sega is doing Pengo, an adorable little game with a penguin that nobody remembers. Zookeeper is one of my favorite games of all time. I don't expect anybody else to care about it, but next time we go to California Extreme, I will kick anybody's ass in Zookeeper. I mean, I love Kevin James, so whatever you say. Oh, nah. <laughs> Just imagining. Pole position, which was not only like an amazing, Hey! Uh, racing game in pole position, but it was the very first arcade hardware to use 16-bit processors. Mm. So I'm just obsessed with th- the idea that somewhere there's an alternate universe where we, I just effusively talked about Super Popeye Odyssey. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that was Nintendo's money maker for 30 years. And, and, and on, on Laser Time, just this week, we're talking about video game cartoons. I never saw the pole position cartoon. I it did. Oh, yeah, yeah. Phenomenal. I'm, this, oh, my God. The music is amazing. Mostly. When the video game cartoons were coming out, I was, like, setting my alarm to wake up on Saturday mornings because I can't. I got to see what happens on Dragon's Lair this week. You know, mm. I mean, like, that was the <laughs> ultimate fulfillment for me. That uh, was also so featured incredible. in the hit 1985 movie, Daryl. About the boy android who yeah. plays pole position. Oh, yes, Jetsons. thank you. <laughs> all right, all right. So just to cap on that, that is not every video wow! game that came out in 1982. Jesus. But that, that was my cherry-picked list. I'm not going to go into more, but okay. I will tell you, some of you know about my dark history as a child actor. I fucking mm. auditioned for Daryl. What? Oh, really? There you go. I just brought, it up, and brought it up. He had a best friend in that film named Turtle. I auditioned I remember for Turtle. the fat best friend. I had a friend wow. growing up that we called Turtle. Uh, by yep. the way, that year started with, it was released in December of the prior year, but Pac-Man Fever was charting in the top 10 by 1982. So you were like literally surrounded so th- by video yes, games. that cultures. was the thing. I didn't. Is I, that like charting? 80, it, it charted in 82, but it was released in 81, yeah. so I didn't include it in my No, but it was, what but I'm saying pac, is the it Pac-Man was still cartoon a releases in, in 1982. The Pac-Man cartoon. Okay. <laughs> Hell, oh, Pac-Man boy, cartoon. I'm here to chomp people and bite people for no reason or consent. Someone bring me yeah. my hat. I got to bite some ghosts. A pinball machine based on Pac-Man <laughs> outside of Baby Pac-Man. It was called Mr. and Mrs. Pac-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it was also... That's my father. A 5x5 five five grid. <laughs> my <laughs> father was Mr. They called my father Mr. Pac-Man. Please, call me Barry. Pac-Man's a lifelong <laughs> smoker. Don't ever take up smoking any other brand than Chesterfield's, kids. <laughs> How long is this baby Pac-Man going to stay a baby? It's been 40 years. Uh, the Mr. and Mrs. Pac-Man uh, pinball no, no machine had a video mode. I'm, I'm going to carry on. I don't care. A 5x5 five five grid no of so lights in the middle that you had to sort of navigate a yellow light Pac-Man away from yes. red light ghosts. Also discussed it was on not, Pixels It was a video pinballs. mode in terms of like... The most basic video. It was not like an integrated monitor or anything. It was a grid of lamps. I know. So, 
but so again, I I have more of a nostalgic thing. I was thirteen. I was boy. No, I was eleven. I was eleven no, in nineteen eighty-two. I was so very strong memories. But again, Robotron twenty-four, <laughs> arguably an arcade game that was not bettered. Like nobody yeah, has really done good. a twin stick shooter that will make you sweat harder or faster than twenty eighty four. That's true. Uh, Smash Pac Man still the best version of a Pac Man game ever. It's a you spiritual know, success. So many fresh Trump. ideas. So ideas that wound up inspiring a lot of games. That yeah, that definitely. Came. I do love Robotron. Mm-hmm. And wow. half of those games came out in Xbox Live Arcade in 2007. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You're right. We should oh, give that, it to that, you. That's I mean, weird. Love Avatar Mutant, Arcade. Mutant Storm Reloaded, man. That was like, was that 06? That was 06, I think. 05. Never mind. <laughs> anyway. Could be. All right. 82. So is that is that everyone's it's ears? Everyone's ears. So to recap before we go to break, yes. 1982, 1989, 1994, 1998, 2001, 2002, 2007, 2017, and 2019. Which will be our top three years? You'll find out after the break. Stay tuned! Don't let me hear you say life's taking you nowhere. Get scratching. Would you like exclusive bonus podcast commentaries and more from the Laser Time crew? Then we strongly encourage you to support this show on patreon.com slash laser time. It supports not only this show, but all the rest of the Laser Time Network. You'll get commentaries, play games with the hosts, see exclusive videos first, and receive an uncut weekly ad-free podcast bonus time. Speaking of which, here's a quick taste. <laughs> Did you see the Fire Festival documentary? I watched both of them actually. You did? Yes. Yeah. See, I didn't watch the Hulu one. I prefer the Netflix one. Now, the, the clip that went viral, I meant to get it. It's, it's this, like, wonderful man, like this kind of older gay event promoter guy. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Right, who has this thing, like, they told me, we have $200,000 worth of water that is stuck in customs, and we need you to go down there, take one for the team, and suck the guy's dick and get it out. And he's like, oh, okay. Okay, I'll do it. It's like, And he gets down there, and the guy's, like, really nice and, like, yeah, take the water. Don't no one you should die of thirst. Yeah. No one should die of thirst. And like, were they pranking him? He didn't seem to. Be, I don't know. That, he had way little. He had, speaking he, metaphorically. He had like no animosity towards this guy. No, he seemed like very like earnest in the anecdote. But I'm kind of like, how is this fucking true? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, that's the question of the week. Would you suck dick to free up two hundred thousand dollars worth of water in a bad situation? I can't drink that much water. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, if it could go to like a hurricane victim or something like that, don't uh, don't shame me. I'm not right shaming now. you. I just <laughs> okay, question right. of the week. <laughs> <laughs> How long do you think before we're all sucking dick? Oh, for water? Uh, <laughs> get bonus time, a weekly uncensored and commercial-free podcast every Tuesday, starting for just five dollars on Patreon.com/slash/LaserTime. And we're back for our final segment where we will figure out which of these years are the three best. So we we discussed a few ground rules off the air. Everybody has three votes. If anyone wants to switch one of their votes from the years they nominated to a year someone else nominated, for example, uh, 1982, you could do that now. Yes. Okay. (gasps) Oh! 
You coming on board for the old, yes. old, old school train? I'm not going to fucking put any money on 2019. Are you kidding? Okay, that's I'll fair. be sucking dick for water in three months. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. You think it'll take that long? I saw the Fire <laughs> Festival documentary. <laughs> it takes a while. Don't you live near water? You're surrounded I'll by it. You guys. You're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> the salination never works. Um, so. Uh, I can't keep telling you. <laughs> I mean, not if you keep sucking dick. It won't. It's a lot of salt. <laughs> Can never get the salty taste out of my mouth. <laughs> let's let's just do a quick run through of the years. Uh, some eyes or nays. Nineteen eighty two. Yeah. So Dan and Chris. So yeah. Dan and Chris. That's two votes. Uh, Nineteen eighty nine. Even I'm not going to vote for the one I suggested. I have no backbone. I think what we agreed is yeah. We yeah. if there's one vote. Right? Uh huh. Okay. Uh, Nineteen ninety four. Uh, I yes yes. Is that you as well, Michael? Uh, no, uh, you guys should just do it. Okay, oh. so let's call no, it. No, it was, it was it, me, it was Dan, and Brett, and was it Matt? It was me, but I'll retract it. Oh. It, it <laughs> this is the fastest okay, so retraction. <laughs> Don't get their hopes I, up. Oh, did you say yes? Yes, but no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel bad I, for I you. suddenly remembered, like, oh, I only have three. Uh, <laughs> so two. Okay. 1998. Yes. Yes. Was that a nod or a Yes. I was saying that's fine that you voted for 1992. <laughs> okay, uh, this sucks. 2001. Yes. Uh, yes. I, yes. I, but that yes. one. Oh, that shit. That one we, just... we don't have to vote for 2001 because that's, that's, that, that was a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. That's automated because three of us had three it. of us picked it. Yeah. All right. And I'm throwing my hat into that one. 2002. Uh, that, that was only me. So it goes away. I'm fine losing that. 2007. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Oh. Yes. Matthew's throwing his hat. He's he's moving his 2002 vote over to 2007 because Chris and Dan made such a strong case for it. So that's three. 2017. Yes. Yes. Me. I mean, still me. Yeah. Oh. Yes. All right. So 1982, 94, 98, 2017, or t- 2007, 2017, and 2001, which is apparently our lock. Right. Right, so, 2001, and, and, and 20, 2007 now has three votes, so is that another yeah, loss? Do we, do we lose 1998? Mm-hmm. 98 is, is two votes. It's Michael and Brent. Okay. Yeah, so that leaves us with 82, 94, 98, and 2017, all with two votes. Mm, so we have to okay. get one of those to make our top three. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So wait, what one got grandfathered in? 01 and 17? Mm-hmm. 2007. 2007. 2007. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 07. Halo, Halo 3. Yeah, yeah. Rock Mass Assassin's Effect. Creed, Bioshock, yeah. Portal. Portal. Yeah. Get in yeah. there. Carnival Games, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> Carnival Games is there! The best. The best. Even, uh, it's, even its worst is the yeah. best. <laughs> the mascot that looks like the general from those. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to say that uh, 1998 should be able to carry it on the strength of just four games. Resident Evil 2, uh, Metal Gear Solid, Ocarina of Time, and uh, what was the fourth one? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, like Diablo 2. Yeah, Suicoden 2. That was what I was thinking. So, yeah. you like Suicoden. I do. I mean, Banjo-Kazooie, Ban- Panzer Dragoon Saga, Tekken 3, yes. MVC, Final Spyro Fantasy the Dragon. Tactics, uh, Final sake. Fantasy Tactics. Oh, man. That is a strong uh, year. Uh, Pokemon. Um, I mean, Pokemon, I would argue, you know, why play Red and Blue when you can play any of the remakes mm-hmm. of those games, but uh, it was a big deal at the time. I'd just stop it at Red and Blue. <laughs> but you're, you're saying 98 should maybe be the one that moves on to the yes. top three from those. 
I gotta be honest, Chris and Dan made a killer case for 1982. The only thing I think 1982 has going against it with this group. Thank you. The the only thing (laughs) it has going against it with this group is a lot of us, other than maybe Dan, we weren't old enough to really remember much of 1982 as it happened. I I was four. 1982, in terms of video games, was just a blur of Chuck E. Cheese tokens. I I was also four in 1982. Mm -hmm. Right. Conversely, 07, 07, I am making a mature decision. It's not my favorite year. It doesn't have my favorite games. So there. is the most important (laughs) year with the best games in it. Period. If you could go back in time... And just relive one of these years as a gamer. And this is, ties into what Brett was saying. is like it should be something that you could play. It wasn't just hype. It was like you can have that experience. The problem is you guys didn't have the same experiences that I did. Yeah. So I understand. Like 82 is, is obviously extremely important to me because I was old enough to appreciate and remember those games. To relive. Uh, <laughs> that said, a lot of those 82 games are still just as playable today as they were uh, which is unusual, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go to the mat for 82 simply because you don't have the personal emotional investment in that year, and I think it's unfair to ask somebody who hasn't experienced the bulk mm. of those games to just say, "Ah, well, sure." The thing is, I think we have all experienced most of those games, just not as they were happening. Mm-hmm. And I disagree because I love lecturing millennials. You don't like <laughs> old stuff. Like moral but stuff. But I, I understand if 82 isn't the front runner at this point. I would like to propose we keep 82 on the board. Uh, how about this? I want to back off a year because I, I remembered it being super strong. And then the more I researched it, I realized, I realized there was a few really strong games. But I think I, I'm okay losing 2017 from, from contention. I, I think I would back off because I know that's you and me, Michael. Yeah. But it's I, astonishing I think, that it's there, and I, I agree it should be there. But, it, yeah, it's an amazing year. But I, I get that for this crew, it might be I a little too recent. I don't think that if oh, you – I, I don't you. think if I'm coming down <laughs> – I don't think if I'm looking at 1982. I don't think if I'm looking at 1994, mm-hmm. I don't think 2017 can, can stand up against. So here's the thing stuff. with 94. Mm-hmm. You to, – to, if you're like – re-experiencing that moment and if you don't have memories of it that sucks because you didn't get to experience 16-bit at its height 32-bit just in its infancy and arcades at their peak while pc gaming also starts really mattering right. we lot. can't discount the fighting game scene in arcades in 1994 was like like by 98 arcades and at least in the u.s where i was arcades were already kind of like tumbling oh, down yeah. like trying to find one around my college was like hey you were in some shady neighborhoods to to go to a video arcade but 94 it was like i'd say 91 92 is like the peak of american arcades where it's just like everyone is there outside of like early 80s when the the prior boom but sure you had to relive that there was a whole second coming of that where it's fighting games it's pinball it's beat-em-ups it's like every genre and then you go home and play super nes genesis Mm -hmm. Freaking Doom Two, Tie yeah. Fighter, XCOM. So, like, so you might no, even no, no, say no, no, it's but, beat them and eat them up. So can Stop can, it. <laughs> can can we agree though, Michael? So I think for me, the it comes down to one of the three: ninety four or ninety eight or nineteen eighty two. Would you back off of twenty seventeen for one of those games? Would you be willing to sacrifice twenty? I think I would sacrifice twenty seventeen for ninety eight. Okay, or ninety four. I would I would back off a of ninety eight for something because for some when I look at these. I love all these games, and I, I mean, it was one of my suggestions, but 94 to me is just so, like I said, it's it's every pillar of, of what built games, yeah. mm-hmm. arcades, consoles, PC, all, like, doing what would make them all household, well, a lot of them are already household names, but like I said, they're and still- And Donkey Kong Country. They're still relevant 
now. So, so can like, I just propose? To kids half our age. How does this feel? How does this feel for the three? And this isn't in order. 2001, sure. 2007, 1994. Just how does that feel? Just let it sit in there for a little, little while. I know? can't live in a world. I'm not sure I can live in a world where 1998. Is, we all assumed that was going to win. Yeah. And I don't want it to I win. thought it was but a lock for number one. Here's the weird thing, though. A lot of these games, this is an era where... I don't want to replay most of these things. <laughs> I, right. love, I don't want to. I don't replay StarCraft and uh, and Half Life One. Like I adored these, and this year living it was incredible. There's a reason they remade Resident Evil Two, is what you're but, saying. Yeah, <laughs> most of these things have either been remade or remastered or improved on in every way. So it's hard to go. You can't improve on Mega Man X and Super Metroid. Yeah, like those. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, and and between Final Fantasy VI. Really good home conversions of Mortal and, Kombat and, and Donkey Kong Country is above reproach and probably the best game we're talking about. <laughs> I think that argument Black cuts Thorn. both ways. These things were so seminal and so important that they they were worth rebuilding. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Three came back, right? Like they did remasters of of Tony Hawk HD because they're like, well, this is so important. The fact that these were super important games that year is why that they were remade. But I think they have to be I, I, remastered because that technology ages so poorly compared to 16 or 18-bit, which... Well, yeah, if you ask me, like, true. which generation do I have more affection for, Super Nintendo or PlayStation, I'm going to say Super Nintendo. I, I believe the public said that last holiday season with the yeah <laughs> the success of the PlayStation Classic. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely tell you which <laughs> okay, one's selling yeah. better. But, but I don't think 98 is PlayStation. For me, 98 is the, it's N64. It's 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 Zelda. Yeah, like, that's, me, what, that's what keeps it in there I mean, for yeah, me. It's, but it's, I, I still think 94, you guys made a killer case for it. I think I would put... I'm okay 98 not being on our list because two of you just said I don't want it to win. Game Boy Donkey Kong. Come on. <laughs> Stop talking. Right. Stop you, talking. And you start these, You're these not helping. <laughs> you know that's one of my favorite games. But did that, did that come out in 94 or was it a yes, 93 game? 94. It was called Donkey Kong 94. <laughs> Motherfucker, we live in a world of Madden and yeah, sports yes, games for yeah, God's Donkey sake. Donkey Kong isn't means. Mad, obeying Madden rules. SimCity 2000 He's, was in was in like 1994, I think. Chris, it was 1994, <laughs> yes. Chris, by the in, way, another reason to put 1994 in the top three. Chris, okay. he's an ape. <laughs> so I have System Shock down as 94 also. Yes. I did too. Yeah, but System Shock 2 was yeah, really the game. I thought that 2 was the one yes. that mattered. Fuck that but, game. You're a bad person for life. And I know me, but, if um, you grew up in N64 and PS1 were your first machines, your love of that style and look will probably be very different from ours. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just feel like that's the reason why those things get remastered because the, the, the low poly look definitely is a look. And at the time it was the cutting edge and now it's it's kind of its own aesthetic. It's like this Isn't that cute? It's this post vaporwave vaporwave thing of like, <laughs> well the 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 mid nineties, the seven triangle look is really really something. And it is the ingenuity it took to build those worlds with those limitations is impressive, but it's just like, am I gonna play F Zero X or GX? Uh I'm gonna be playing GX. Alright. And thank you for all agreeing with me on that. Guys, Final Fantasy Six. Okay, Final yes. Fantasy That is a, a very compelling argument. Black it is to, Black to this day the game I've played the longest for only trying to capture the title screen. <laughs> Guys, you fight a fucking train, yeah, okay? Yeah, I, ne- I super- never played it before, and I, I played it to capture the title screen, and I ended up playing it for three hours. Okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm actually going to make a strong personal case for 1994. That was, in many ways for me, an Annus Horribilis. Because that Excuse was the me? year. I know what that means. A horrible year. Is that illegal? 
Uh, <laughs> that was the year that I found what out. What happened to your anus? <laughs> Shut up for a second. Uh, that was the year I found out I had a detached retina. I had to have oh. eye surgery that year. And I had to. It was a pretty good game. I was laid up in bed for like six weeks. And then when I came back to school, I had to wear an eye patch and I would flip it up to show people my gross hamburger eye. And, uh,. I got Final Fantasy VI as a get well better present, and that son, I that hope game, your eye feels great. And Donkey Kong Country, uh, and Earthworm Jim, which didn't come out that year, I know, but it still, did. they carried they me through that very difficult part in my life. Once I was well enough to see the TV to play video games, they all came out that fall. Also, I think yeah, this was did. the year Earthworm of Cyber Jim was ninety four. Earthworm Jim was, or was it? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Uh, because this was the year of Cybermania, people. Hmm. The, the TV. Was this also the year of Rise of the Robots, the most risible fighting game ever made? <laughs> Misery, miserable. So, seems like you're really making you can make fun so of it. Sounds like eighty-two is maybe not going to make the well, list. Well, no, because as he just pointed out from his eye surgery, Imagic's Microsurgeon came out in nineteen eighty-two. Uh oh. Uh, yeah, no, I I think we can take eighty-two because we're arguing over ninety-four versus ninety-eight. Uh, it's it's uh, ninety-four and eight are the last two. I th- I think we can eliminate eighty-two. Okay. And, and I'm willing to do that as the guy that feels strongly about it. But again, like I said, like there's there's a lot of other memories that we all have, and that you know, just it feels like thanks eighty two. We appreciate what you did. I'll mm. go play you in a retro reissue, yes. on Mame or whatever. <laughs> it was it was Huge, a video game, game like half an hour to play all your stuff. games to complete. You guys, for the, those of you who <laughs> weren't alive in 1982, and granted, I was a to- little kid. I was a toddler, but like. Video games were everywhere. Arcades were everywhere. It was, you know, Pac-Man Fever is a song, but it was like video game fever. It was this very important year for games. I would just, I would say for for us though, if this is VGA's best three years, right? Then we, Dan did made an excellent case, and I, yeah, let's go between ninety four and and our lists are nothing if not patchwork Frankenstein's that nobody likes. But we, that's right. But I think we all (laughs) like. I'm dude. I'd be happy if our list is 2001, 2007 in either 94 or 98. I'm happy and I can walk away from this, but it really does come down to is yeah. it 94 or 98? I'm hearing right. 94 from from the I'm discussion. feeling 94. Mega Man X, Super nice. Metroid, yes. Final Super Fantasy Metroid. 6. By, by the, the way, regarded by some as the best arguments. game ever. Super Doom Metroid. 2, Children of Doom the 2. Atom. That Psylocke sprite alone. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Marathon, yeah. Wind Jammers. Uh-huh. Yes, when, yeah, pe- when people rip the pixel art style, they are ripping pixel art from '94, more or less. Yeah, wow. Super Saiyan Sonic—that—that's the debut of that. Also, uh, Mega Man Six, which you haven't mentioned for NES. No, it's really good. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no. But Mega Man Five on Game Boy—the one that's the unique one where the robots are like named after the planets. There's no Doctor Wily. It's Whoa. a completely different game. It's yeah. the best Game Boy game by so- a mile. So I think the reason I'm best, not me, best Mega Man game. I, I have a closer personal association with '98 because '94. So I was in high school. I was very busy in high school. I was playing football. I was doing you know drama. I was doing student government and stuff like that. And so those those are actually kind of my the years I fell off video gaming a little bit. Uh, so I'd say like '94 and five. I felt '94, five and six. I fell off and I got back into it in '97. So I actually feel a closer association with '98. But you it's hard to discount how important like everyone brings up so many games from 1994 like all, you know super metroid and final fantasy 6 alone i think are enough to for that year to maybe make our top 3 and over 98 was, like, and breath of it fire it was the year akuma debuted that's pretty good yes 
<laughs> yeah, Super Turbo. Yep. I will move off of 98 to 94. There, okay. we're done. Boom. We did it. Well, we did, now we have to do the order. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you guys want. I don't care. But we have the three. We have yeah. the three, right? We have the three. It's 1994, 2001, 2007. Not in that and order. two of those were on my list, so I win. Me too. <laughs> yeah, I, so. I consider this an adjacent victory. This, this, <laughs> is essentially, this is essentially who's the biggest influencer thing. So uh, look forward to more Fire Festival stuff in your inbox. <laughs> well, I mean, 01, 01 was, got, had three without any prior anything. So yes, without any true. conversation, three of us still came to 01. Yes. So to me, without any... Emotional attachment or emotional argument—that's right. the like the yeah. math. Well, answer. let's be honest. And, 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 and also, at the beginning of the show, we promised no math. Yeah. Well, I. But do. also, two thousand one kickstarted the modern era of gaming. Yes. Pretty much, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And also, the yeah. three smartest people on this panel picked two thousand and one, <laughs> so it should be the list. Most handsome as well. I'll put that out there. <laughs> you can't even see the other two guys. I've seen them before. <laughs> I mean, we're all in the studio together. <laughs> it's collusion. Yeah. It's Lisa, the mythical Hollywood Memorial Studio of the Airways. That award. Oh. Oh. But only one of us was in NBA Jam. What year That's were you true. in NBA Jam, by the way? Was that 94? I was in NBA Hang Time. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Oh, wait, wait. When did NBA Hang Time come out? Was that 94 as well? There it is. I think it was 95. Ah, oh, damn. But, say, okay. but what year did they make it, Dan? So the fact... <laughs> So the fact that we had to go back and forth between 98 and 94, I think, puts 94 as our number three, if we're talking about I think so. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that seems fair. So then we have 2001, 2001 and 2007, 94. Yeah. Well, right now, it looks like our, good. our order is 321, 94, 2007, 2001. Uh, does that feel right to everybody? Do we want to take a yeah, final tally? I'll be honest. I didn't think 2001 would win number one. I thought it'd be a strong number yeah. three or two coming in. I mean, this. that was my number one, so I do feel it like was I my number. It was my number one, but I didn't expect you guys to but agree I with I expected 98 yeah, to win because... I didn't expect because... you all to be members of the Taliban and love that year so much. <laughs> Jesus, oh, dude. Very strange. It is, Come it is on, strange. 1989. 1989. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> Whatever, I mean, Billy, Billy Corgan. Or you, you go, like you go sing your 1989 somewhere else. I mean, else. Mega Man 2 fills the 89 meter up almost all the way, but mm. it doesn't quite get there for me. What about Boy and his biggity business snob, man? Uh, everybody hates that game. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Like, <laughs> Nobody bought the Wii make. Come on. Uh, no, the, 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 the Wii one was very cute, and I, 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 I jest about the game because it was every all my friends were renting it, and everyone was so mad at it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> But everyone kept what renting it. What the fuck does the ketchup bean do? Well, it's just like, what? Get over here! And he doesn't listen. And nope. why does he turn into a ladder? And <laughs> why? This kid falls from six. Uh, anyway, but why are we talking about a point as blob? Yeah, please, that is, Chris brought it up. Because yeah. it's 89, baby. Oh, that, solitaire. That's right. Yeah, that's right. No. Solitaire. solitaire. <laughs> the, the quintessential single-player game. Yeah, be, I'll take your solitaire and bejeweled, baby. What about the solitaire salesman So I almost, uh, I was, I, I. I had 91 as like a let me let me play with this for a minute because FF2 Mario World F Zero yes. uh, Sonic uh, Streets of Rage there was a lot but after I did the obvious ones I kind of ran out of steam and I'm like okay so it's not that strong yep. and then 2010 was another one that stood out to me but again I only got like five deep it was like Red Dead Mass Effect 2 Mario Galaxy 2 some other stuff. One, one thing I, we should have probably I said at the really beginning of the show, the, the unfortunate thing that the early years had, not you know, kind of going against them, there weren't as many game releases in sure. those years, right? Yeah, so if you look true. at 94 and 98, yeah. you're, you're comparing, like, 
just just there's fewer releases and so just by yeah, the fact yeah. that like you know percentage of of games coming out that's why i think 01 and 07 are going to trump uh 94 mm-hmm. but anyway we just 94, 94 also had three. like this wouldn't factor in but it just had also that was the year all the magazines were like phone book sizes oh yes, yeah because yeah. like egm I still, was, like in the other room you can walk in and like i still have egms from that era that like take up like half the they're shelf. 400 pages like i've got an ikea billy bookshelf and it can fit two copies of egm <laughs> 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 uh, but it was like you would you would get a new EGM Game Pro Nintendo Power diehard game fan yes. the video games magazine just called Video Games. Are you mm-hmm. proposing ninety four goes up from three? To no, no, no. Okay, I, I think because okay. I think you're right. The fact that we had to argue a bit okay. may, makes it the third one. But as part of like living that year with arcades kind of still showing no sign of slowing down necessarily, yeah. Yeah. and consoles and PC all being equally great yeah and then you have all these magazines feeding you this is why we love retro game challenge so much ah, because yes. it recreates that feeling yes, of like that feeling of getting your nintendo power in the mail every month and like oh what's new so, what's new yeah. EGM, so which, what's new which yeah. are we going so we have oh one which is again we talked about it's the year of like new things on the rise and then the fall of dreamcast but what an epic glorious fall that was yeah versus 2007 which i feel like the story of 07 is it's the year of like the best sequels it's it's a mix of sequels and new IP, but it. I mean, I, I I didn't have it on mine, but when you guys started listing them out, it was like, yeah, this was almost every month. It was something insane, yeah, was but like it was a lot of sequels. Yeah. yeah, that's why I would throw yeah. a one over and a seven. It was when we all were working. Together. We all did work together. Yeah. That's true, yeah. and that's that true. did lay the groundwork such that. Uh, Oh eight is a very strong year as well, mm-hmm. and sure. But but for what's Had worth, that, that Prince of Persia game you love, I do love that game. Yeah. But that that I mean that whole console generation was remarkably strong. Yes. Uh, I didn't work with any of you there, but I'm sure I saw you at events and made fun of you. If it's that very feels, very no possible, yeah. 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 yeah, probably Guitar uh, Hero. Like look at that yeah. schlubby guy. Sure <laughs> which, dumpy. Which His wife must hate him. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming you were looking at me. No, right. no. Uh, but yeah. so I, I I'm putting it out there. I think. 2001 is our number one. Yep. 07, mm-hmm. number two. 1994, number three. Works for me. Yep. Guys, uh, yes. Chris, Dan, in. you're in? 1994 in. was also NBA Jam Tournament Edition, oh. which Ooh. was the better of the hey. two. Hey. <laughs> yeah. so. Did it have a big head yeah. mode? Yes. Did it also done. let you pl- uh, substitute players. Did the it have NBA bunny Jam ears, Dan? No, it's terrible. <laughs> it's awful. We I hate have, it. I have thought about that game like once a month my entire life. <laughs> What TE TE and here's and here's why because do you remember the magazine ads for NBA Jam where it was like the basketball bursting out at you and it had like the logo in the ball yes Mm -hmm. I have one of those point of purchase displays here in my home on my NBA Jam machine okay (laughs) your your Uh, wife must love that of course Uh, weird flex but okay Uh, but. The TE ad the next year was the exact same ad, but the basketball was metal, right? Because it was like, you know, Crimson Tournament Edition. And 13 year old me just looked at that like, that metal ball is just going to hit the ground and go clunk. And I could not get the, (laughs) the, the reality of a metal basketball would never. Would never leave my mind, and I straight up, not even, like, making a joke or vamping or whatever, like, I think about that, like, maybe not once a month, but once a quarter. (laughs) I think about that basketball, and I'm like, what's... back away from that. What sound would it make? Who would do that? Sort of a gonk. It would just, like, kerchunk, like, dropping a bowling ball. You know what sound it would make? The sound the football in Flash Gordon the movie made when they dropped Uh, it, that metal football. I'm not a thousand years old, I don't know. Jesus. (laughs) Come on, Flash, ah, 
savior, savior of the, of the universe. universe. Look, I, I'm, like I'm 38 and don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Flash! Queen! Ah! Queen did the soundtrack! Not not just a song, the entire soundtrack! Or watch True. an Oscar-nominated movie, you'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. I know the song because Proton Pro covered uh, it. Who, who was it on Twitter who was saying like, and eh, kind of disappointed in? Uh, I'm, I'm blanking on the name of the queen. I'm maybe. sorry, but for those of us who who follow Bohemian pop culture, Rhapsody, Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of I'm disappointed in Bohemian Rhapsody because they only spent like 15 minutes on the Flash Gordon era. Come on, Brett. When you went to see Back to the Future, were you? Did you just stand up and go, "You can't travel through time"? That's impossible. <laughs> I did. Star Wars? You can't fly through space? I actually stood I up and said, you can't hit 88 in a DeLorean? What are you, crazy? <laughs> <laughs> it would rattle uncontrollably. It's a Volvo engine! What are you thinking? <laughs> it tops out at 36! <laughs> Kilometers per hour. Um, it's aluminum. So is there is the question of the week this week reader's favorite year, or...? No, the, the question of the week is still the same question of the week that was last week, because we're not... Uh, Answering it, but it was uh, which do you? What was it? Which, it was do, you which do you prefer? Kingdom Resident Hearts or Resident Evil? And what? tell us your favorite. And what's memory. your favorite memory? Yes. What? Everybody yeah. prefers Kingdom Hearts. That's why 2002 was our number one year. Uh, what's your favorite yes, chain just, of memories, just, if you will? Just, oh, oh. That's pretty good. Just look for proof of how much Chris loves Kingdom Hearts by our 36 part playthrough of it. <laughs> Where we had to edit we bo- out, we bothered to edit out like hours of cursing, hours. like I wish hours of cussing <laughs> and mindless wandering because it made no sense wandering Billy Zane's floating castle. <laughs> that would be a great Photoshop over the cover of the game. By the way, the new title that looks like Hal's Billy moving Zane's castle floating castle. castle. <laughs> 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 Billy Zane, you stay out of this, Billy Zane. He's just. Oh, God. <laughs> the oh. game is it? <laughs> and can't I, I, wait. I'm, we so, can't I'm, I'm playing wait, the Brett. fucking 3DS one from a few years ago, and that series Hallmark Why? is hiding the door. Oh. Why are you doing that? know, man. No, you don't. I don't know. I'm sorry. So, no, it right, has right, Pleasure right, Island right. and Tron Legacy levels. I loved Kingdom Hearts in 02, but man, that replay. Uh, we, oh, so we, you want to bring 02 back on We had it. Absolutely Let's do not. It. Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um, but so I don't know if you guys want to answer that question of the week. Um, but our our I think our, our final standing here is 94, 2007, 2001, episode 300. Massive success. <laughs> Let's just call it now. Uh, <laughs> I'm in. I vote for that. Yeah. Voted. Does anyone have anything they want to plug? Uh, I do. A hole in this sinking ship. <laughs> Briefly, um, thank you to everybody who was so supportive of our campaign in the fall for Palette Swap Ninja doing Princess Leia's Stolen Death Star Plans live with an orchestra. I that have was amazing. an update. We Ooh. were recording that. What? Uh, and the goal was to release a live album afterwards. We got a 40-track, multi-track recording. Woo! Which then has irrecoverable glitches in half of the thing. So we are now looking at doing an EP of the first half before the terrible technical problems made the rest of it garbage. So 
Uh, we do have some videos, and uh, we are hoping to issue a free EP. It'll all be free. If you donated to our cause, which many of you did, you will get those links in advance of the public release, but I don't have a date yet. I don't have an ETA. Jude is actually doing the ET, the, doing the uh, the first mix because I basically had a nervous breakdown, and I was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm tired of doing Beatles Star Wars. Let me exist in a different plane of existence. So he's just sort of taken over doing that, which was very kind of him. So uh, keep an eye on paletteswapninja.com and uh, on Twitter, we're at PSwapNinja. Uh, and that's where you will find the first news of when we actually have something to share with you. But thank you for all of the support. It was a once-in-a-lifetime evening. It was wonderful. I really wanted to be there. God, was that in October? I was there, and it yes. was fantastic. God damn. Yeah, so, so only cool. Michael knows the, the mm. true splendor of the evening. It's the rest true. of you are going to hear half of that splendor. Ooh. I have watched every video you put on your Facebook. I love it. Follow Palette Swap Ninja on Facebook. Thank you. Uh, Laser Time this week, it's, it's all about video game cartoons, and we only had a limited amount of time with our guests, so it's not comprehensive, but so it's mostly making fun of Saturday Supercade, <laughs> which is the craziest thing I've ever heard of. And the best uh, game cartoon of 1982, presumably. 1982, where they had two Donkey Kong cartoons, where one was an asshole Mario voiced by Optimus Prime chasing a runaway Donkey Kong. And the other cartoon hey, after the break... Hey, fuck you, Donkey Kong! <laughs> the, the other cartoon after the break was Donkey Kong Jr. trying to find his dad who ran away. Yeah, which kind of spoils the ending of the first cartoon, doesn't it? Yes. It, 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 <laughs> but he befriends a greaser and somehow like commandeers his bike. Mm-hmm. So everything you remember about Donkey Kong Jr. should be on an elongated hog. And this show has everything. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's basically it's, Fonzie so, and the Bear. It's so, it's so good. It's so good, and I, I didn't remember why, but like, um, uh, my I think my parents like bought me a cheap Cubert doll, so I was really paying attention to Cubert and that fifties horse shit. So, and it's it's crazy how much Wreck It Ralph stole from the Cubert cartoon. But we talk about, oh, yeah. of course, the Mario cartoons, and uh, you got to hear that pole position theme song. It's so good. Oh man, all those theme songs, even this fun, 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 super cake. That that was great. Yeah, yeah like seriously, it's, you'll you'll miss theme songs when they're all together gone. Boo-hoo. Oh, in 302010 this week, that's that's partially how I got the inside of 89. We're talking about that. This week, it was really fun. We're talking about the debut of a show none of you will think is awesome, but I do. Family Guy. Family Guy premiered uh, 20, years, 20 years ago this week. It definitely had its awesome moments. It It's had 17 seasons of I awesome know. moments. <laughs> yeah. It's that stupid fucking anecdote that everyone says and everyone has to agree to. Family Guy's not funny, except when it is. It went away no, and the fans like made them bring it funny. back. Like, it has its following. It's oh, fucking yeah. awesome. It, it's 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 you'd be sad if we didn't have it. it, it it's it's it, yeah, Diana has some so. really cool insight into it. So uh, listen to that episode. I thoroughly recommend it. And this week's bonus time. If you're a patron at Patreon.com/slash/LaserTime, we're talking about the movie Glass and why we don't like it. <laughs> it like I want to like it, but like that ending was like <laughs> he doesn't. And my Shaman doesn't like any of us. Yeah. I feel like every uh, defense I've read of that is like, if you're expecting this to be a blockbuster, don't. It's like, how about if I'm expecting it to be better than Lady in the Water and The Last Airbender? Is it better <laughs> than those? To see, did I'm they expecting meet? to see superheroes do one thing they didn't do in the trailer so you could do something weird and unexpected. That works once. I'll never rewatch this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, VG Empire, we did a 
uh, album of the year for 2018, which for me was Bloodstained Curse of the Moon. Check that out on VGEmpire.com. We have not yet done a 2018 year in review, which we normally do those in December, but a lot of travel, a lot of work, and uh, just heading home for the holidays. It was hard to get people together for that, so we will do more episodes in 2019 for sure. VG Empire will continue on. Um, I was really happy with how October 2018 turned out uh, with all these deep dive Genesis games that I had not even heard of prior to the summer, but listened to so many of them that uh, I think I mentioned on, on the show the last time I was on the Elemental Master theme song, which is or oh, the yeah. cre- the credits music for the staff role for Ele- it, it's just it's the best journey song you never heard uh but yeah vg game music podcast uh seven or eight years worth of shows there so uh check it out nice. if you enjoy listening to uh laser times network of shows why not join the official laser time facebook community hop on over there uh ask to join uh, you just have to answer a simple question what is your favorite laser time network podcast and then we'll let you in uh you can also follow me personally on twitter i am at maddie c allen uh, well, as always, if you enjoy listening to Vigilant Apocalypse, but you you wish that uh, instead of three hours of audio, it was uh, brief tweets that are completely unrelated to what we talk about every week, <laughs> uh, follow us on Twitter at VG Apocalypse. Or you know what? Follow me personally at Wikiparas. Anyway, that's been our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Happy 300! Oh, my God! Is Farta? <laughs> Farta? I, yeah. why, did, why did it take yeah. us ten years to think of that? Wow. Maybe it took you ten years to think of that. I guess. <laughs> Slipping. Okay, I mumble it under my breath yeah. in the theater. I say it every day as an affirmation when I wake <laughs> up. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's written on the ceiling backwards. That's <laughs> in every room twice. So you have to. I'm uh, imagining oh. you saying that in the morning, and then your wife putting on this like helmet she's had to fight. <laughs> <laughs> This is fart up. And I, I do it though, and I fart, and then it got to do the kick motion because you got to let the fart gas. Exactly. Out. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's what Leonidas was really doing. <laughs> he was been holding in a fart, and that kick was just right. completely yeah. accidental. <laughs> it was it was just like oh god oh I, I just that was a twitch. I'm so sorry. Uh-huh. Are you okay down there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this does explain the series of mirrors through your house to make the reversed "This is farta on your ceiling" mm-hmm. display and regular. <laughs> Yes. Uh, to anyone who immediately enters your living room opening the front right. door. See, I thought it was from like, you know, the, the 1980s vehicle Real Genius where mm. he has the laser splitter oh, yes. and the reflections going through his house yeah, and mm. then it forms the This is Farta mm-hmm. in laser in the air. In two fonts, Comic Sans <laughs> and Comic Sans Bold. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are really improving mightily during the break. <laughs> and, uh... I, I, I think this is all secret sound material. <laughs> For some reason, only the word is is bolded. <laughs> <laughs> this is farta. <laughs> All right. I'll be the judge of what is and is not farta. <laughs> <laughs> All gold. All gold. And brown. <sighs> All right.